0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests... What is going on my ghost Squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. We are live only on YouTube now. Uh, we'll get into that here in a second. Uh, <laughs> this is episode number 267. Today's date is Tuesday. I think it's November 15th. Uh, November 15th, 2022 for all you guys waiting for the timestamps out there in, in the podcast and video world. If you would like to call in or text into the show, yes, you can call or text into the show. Utilize the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends Rod and Shelley Gates over at Aegis Gun Care. That number is 530-364-4678. If you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole, you're in the darkness and you're looking for the light, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you any medical advice but I could probably be a pretty decent ear to talk you through some stuff. If you are looking for someone to get you some medical attention or get you some medical advice, remember two things. One, you are not alone in this fight. There are a lot of brothers out here and sisters that are willing, and able to help you in any way. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please utilize the veteran crisis hotline. 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255, or on your cell phone, just dial 988. We are spotlighting, as always, the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, see the website marines.com. And as always, we are a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Check out all your favorite pro-gun, 2 way podcasts over at Self-Defense Radio dot net let's bring in the crew for tonight oh my god uh bring in the crew for tonight uh from the 740 it's literally in his name what's up chris how you doing my man
1: good thanks for the invite hey, thanks, I, was, I was excited to come on
0: there you go well uh, it was good to finally finally meet you over the weekend we were down in tulsa for the wanamaker tulsa arms show and uh, got to hang out with a bunch of awesome people. I want to say, Clover, we had 18 at our dinner Saturday night. Is that correct? 18 people, pretty good crowd. Now he's being quiet. Sure, I see how it is.
2: Hit the mute like two times, and it muted me back up. Um, Yeah, I think it was 18. Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. 18. So that was a pretty good crowd, and all that. We had a good time, and all of that. So yeah, it was great seeing Chris. Uh, Chris hooked me up with some reloading supplies, helped me get going. I think he felt sorry for me uh, because I couldn't find shit um uh, at the at the gun show so uh hey I'll take I'll take pity supplies I will take them I am not above pity it's all good uh hot out there says who the hell are you all and uh oh is it who or yeah he says who not how the hell are you but he says who the hell are you all and what's going on well we are a band of hillbillies that are here to steal your wife just saying sorry
2: I was going to say we're from the government and we're here to help.
0: Well, I think he knows that's not true. <laughs> I think he knows that's not true. Uh, down from Flo Rida, a person we missed this weekend. He was at another event from Gear Report, the executive vice president of food and beverage. What's up, TJ? How you doing, man? Oh,
3: loving it. I love the new title. Oh, I'm. I'm upset I missed uh, Chris's birthday. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, so glad I wasn't there. It would have been me. I guarantee it.
0: It would have. It, w- it would have probably been you. Yeah. We were trying to get uh, another saddle to get Honcho Fett uh, on there and having dual saddles, but uh, they could have jousted able to pull that off. They could have jousted. Yes, <laughs> they could have jousted. Yeah, but maybe maybe great. next time we'll get down there next time and the uh quasi co-host of this fiasco from the great state of texas the tactical virus i mean um leprechaun himself what's up clove
2: mm, i don't know i don't know just, just one of those days
0: i had one of those nights last night so i understand
2: um, yeah you had people coming to play golf in 30 degree weather today what's up with that i, did. I
0: had like, one i had one one uh window licker today that decided he wanted to go play golf like, and it was like 37 degrees
2: an extreme sports fanatic or something i don't know what his deal is there mm,
0: mm, i don't know i don't know I mean, the when
2: the ground's frozen mm-hmm.
0: could be if you can fight with Maybe. all the leaves <laughs> so clove what's up with the uh shotgun of the week what you got for us this week
2: mm, what about the uh and i i sure hope because palmetto state armory for those that don't know when they broke apart remington uh palmetto state armory bought uh all the h&r side of things and we sure hope they 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 get started making some more h&r stuff kind of waiting on that but um H and R had a, a line of shotguns. I'm trying to think what they really? what they Yeah, I'm trying to think what they called them. And I can't even think of what they called them now. Taurus and Rossi had one that was similar. It was called the Tuffy. the, Tuffy. Uh, the Tamer. They called it the Tamer. H and R called them the tamer. I'm trying to remember, it's like crap, I have some and I can't even remember what they're called. They're called the Tamer. So they're um You know, shorter, they're legal, obviously, but a shorter barreled shotgun, single shot break action, but they've got a pistol grip with a kind of a shorter pull stock that has storage in the stock for shells. And I think they made them in 12, 20, and 14, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's the only three gauges they made them in, but pretty cool. And, uh, you know, I think we're talking about starting out and the whole home defense thing and all of that. Uh might be a might be an option for somebody. So let's go with that tonight.
0: All right. So I, I got a text from our good buddy Jake Whiskershire when we walked the talk and uh Zephyr Wellness this morning. It's how I woke up this morning and um uh, not necessarily woke up, but um it was definitely how he woke up because it was probably damn five o'clock in the morning over there where he's at. But um he was asking me about a shotgun, and it was the Tokarev uh bullpup it looks pretty damn cool. And I said, he goes, you have any experience with this? And I said, I, I don't, I said, it looks pretty damn cool, but I love a bullpup shotgun. I love bullpups in general. Um, you know, with my, my long ass arms, bullpups work great. Um, but that Tokarev looks pretty good. I don't even anyone's ever seen that, but it's a bullpup shotgun. And I, I told him about, he likes bullpups. And I told him, you know, rock islands, got a bullpup shotgun and they kind of help you guys out. And he was like, Oh snap. Didn't think about that. And so, uh, but yeah, home defense shotguns. We'll probably get into those for a little bit tonight. Uh, before we get going, you guys know that every Thursday, Saturday, Monday at 10 a.m. over on our YouTube community tab, we have the uh, Ghost Tactical Polls. So let's go through the polls from this past week. Last Thursday was the Marine Corps birthday and Friday was uh, Veterans Day. So the one I put out um, Thursday was, you know, we all make fun of all the branches. We like to make fun of each other. We have nicknames that we call each other and and all of that. But uh, I put out there and I said, what's the best nickname of the armed forces? Um, The chairborne Rangers for the Army. Meal Team Six for the Navy. The Chair Force for the Air Force. uh, simper Pie for the Marines. And one I had never heard of, but. Maybe the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life is the Puddle Pirates uh, for the Coast Guard. I had never heard of Puddle Pirates, but that might be the most amazing thing that I, I have ever heard. I have. You have heard of them? I, yeah, I had never heard, heard that of that before.
2: Yeah. yeah, I got a couple of cousins that uh, I don't know if they're still in the, the guard or not, but they they were.
0: Yeah, I just. Uh, sorry about that. Hold on, just a second. I just got a weird thing through my phone, and I'm trying to figure out if this is legit or not. Sorry, and it is okay. So, anyways, yeah, I, I never heard of that before. So I was like, "Hmm, that's the the, the puddle." First of all, hold off before we get going. Uh, we do not encourage, nor do we uh, expect them um super chats but uh we do want to say that all super chats go to sending care packages to our, our troops downrange. js out there drops a 50 dollar bill thank you so much brother it was nice meeting js this weekend as well but uh that's that's above and beyond so uh thank you so much for that brother i appreciate you very much um chris if you had to pick one of those do you have a favorite Chairborne Rangers, Meal Team 6, the Chair Force, the Puddle Pirates, or Simper Pie?
1: The Puddle Pirates made me laugh. That was a good one. I think I picked Meal Team 6. I like that one.
0: Meal Team 6, yeah. Or or you have the Gravy Seals. You know, you can... (laughs) One of the two. Uh, Guter Gary says the Weekend Warriors from National Guard. That's not a nickname. That's the truth. So... (laughs) uh, It is what it is. Now, I know that... um, our favorite coastier, our favorite puddle pirate out there, mandatory carry may not uh, may not like that one, but um, yeah, puddle pirate's pretty awesome. TJ, what about you?
3: Oh, chair force, I love it.
0: The chair force, I'm sure Jeff will appreciate that as I mean. well. Uh,
2: crystals and air force Brad.
0: So. Oh, okay. Well, that makes even more sense. Yeah. What about you?
2: Yeah, I think I go chair force with that. Puddle Pirates close second. It's got to be. It's got to be. But I like I like chair. Force. Yeah,
0: I I'm gonna I I'm gonna go with the Puddle Pirates just because I had never heard of that until like last week, and I thought that was that's awesome. That's awesome. Forty four percent agree with Clover and TJ the chair force. The Puddle Pirates do come in second at twenty four percent. Meal Team Six at seventeen percent. Semper Pie came in at eleven percent, and the Chairborne Rangers come in at four uh, percent. Let's see, movie uh, the thing we po- poll we put out yesterday. has got 1.7,000 votes uh, of these. Which is the best war movie? I'm not saying which is the best war movie I'm of these which is the best war movie apocalypse apocalypse now lone survivor platoon or saving private ryan tj let's start with you on this one.
3: Oh, i still it was a tough one i would say
2: platoon yes. I, like, I like platoon
0: platoon yep uh clove what about you
2: i go saving private ryan i think
0: fair enough chris which one is your favorite of those
1: uh i gotta go with saving private ryan i think every time i see it pop on the tv it's like you never change a channel you sit there and watch it all the way to the end
0: i I honestly probably wouldn't change a channel on any of these four movies if they popped up but um i'll I'll say this much um the first what 10 15 minutes of saving private ryan which is actually d-day and the storm on in normandy um very well could be the most amazing depiction of of war especially world war ii i've ever seen um, i think if they could have just ended the movie after the first 15 minutes and it could have won an oscar it, that that first part of the movie was that that good um for me i think i'll put it this way i remember and now my dad never should have i've told the story before i believe uh, my dad took me to platoon when it first came out and i was like 11, 12 years old, probably didn't have any reason to be in that movie looking back on it. But the reason why I remember that is not because I don't remember much about the movie, honestly. Um, What I do remember about platoon is it was the first time in my life in my short life at that point that I had ever seen a movie end and no one moved and no one said a word. They just sat there. They just, everyone was just like, holy shit now remember this is only like 10 11 years after vietnam ended so a lot of the people that were in that movie might have very well been there who knows uh, but it was the very first time in the movie theater i remember no one moving until the credits were over and everyone just stayed quiet and i was like oh this is weird you know um apocalypse now great movie amazing movie for me i gotta go with lone survivor um talking about the realism um that's about as real as it gets um obviously things are going to be hollywood when in movies but that's as close to that's pretty damn good Um, have
2: you ever done a thing where you where you i don't remember what it is but it's it's a thing where you watch apocalypse now at the same time you're listening to dark side of the moon
0: no that would not be that it would be dark side of the moon and um um, oh god, what was that movie? Somewhere of the Rainbow. Um,
2: oh, Wizard of Oz,
0: Wizard of Oz, that's what it was. And I have done that, and it does. Well, there's another one with
2: Apocalypse out. now that they do, and I can't remember what it is.
0: I don't know about that. It might be the only one I ever be. heard about with Dark Side was, was um that one, but I uh, like I said, I, I tried it, and it, and it never, it, it, I mean, I. I Everyone knows that Pink Floyd yeah. is in dark side of the moon. In my opinion, is probably the greatest album ever. That's just my opinion. You guys can say what you want. Um, so anytime I get a chance to listen to dark side of the moon, if it's trying to hook it up and sync it up with a movie, I, I'll try it. Cause it just gives me another reason to listen to dark side. But um, if, if you, if you, if you saw, if you see an interview, Roger waters, uh, I mean, he spent it many, many times. Gilmore said it many, many times that the whole wizard of Austin is not, it's, it's not a thing. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, let's see here. As far as the poll goes, 60% of you fools agree that save it. Private Ryan. Once again, can you really go wrong with any four of these? Are you going to change a channel on any four of these movies? Probably not, but 60% said saving private Ryan. 18% says lone survivor. 11% says platoon. 10% says Apocalypse Now. Once again, you really can't go wrong with any of those. Um, and our last poll came out Saturday. It's got 2.5 uh, thousand votes. Kind of goes along, uh, but we're going to talk about tonight. What do you prefer? AR, an AK, a lever action, or a bolt action? I know where King Fudd's going to go probably, but I'm going to start with him. Um are you gonna surprise me and lie to me, or are you gonna be truthful and pick the lever action?
2: It's gonna be lever action, bro. I mean it's gonna
0: be lever <laughs> okay. action. At least you did lie to me. Close second
2: close second is <laughs> a bolt rifle.
0: Um, right. Then you go AR, then you go second. AK. Probably.
2: Shotgun wasn't on the list, obviously. But no, yeah, then I would not. then I would go AR and then AK. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you like them. Yep.
0: Uh Chris, what about you? Have you had one of those four.
1: AR, gotta go with the yep. AR.
0: I understand that. TJ, what about you, bud?
3: Oh come on, AR, you should know better than
0: that. I thought you might go something weird on Free me. Throw you
3: off, bolt action. Yeah. And no, love the AR platform.
0: That would have that would have thrown me off. if You would have said bolt action.
3: That would have. You'd have
0: know, been like, um, real quick. What's that? Okay, I think TJ's had a little delay on his audio or something. I'm not sure. There you go. Um, before we get going on tonight's topic, first of all, i us say hello to everybody out there that's live. Go ahead, and if you have any questions or comments, um, go ahead and, and, and get those out there. We will try um, try to get those answered and all that. Say hello to. I would say hello to everybody out there, but it might take too much time. So, thank you, everybody, for joining. Hmm. Sorry, <clears throat> a crayon got stuck in the throat. And I know there's a joke in there, but refrain, please. Refrain. This is a family show. Okay. Uh,
3: <laughs> I'll, behave, I'll behave. I'll behave.
0: Yeah, family show my ass. So it's all good. Uh, before we do get going, uh, we did have a couple events that everyone, everyone on this panel was in an event. Three of us were at, uh, at the Wanamaker Tulsa Arms Show in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The largest gun show in the world, eleven acres under one roof, and TJ was at uh, Suppress Fest uh, down there in Flo Rida. So uh, yo yo yo, Crystal, you're in the wrong show to come in with that entrance. You know I don't do that shit. That's Jeff that requires the three O. I'm a very simple man. I I don't require anything. But if you're gonna throw a yo. A single yo, please. Just bring one. Just a single yo is all I ask. you better bring I I do not make you earn your way into this show, like some people do, Jeff. Um, now X Adam one says, "What gun for home defense?" Answer the loaded one. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but like I said, before we jump into all of that, let's let's talk a little bit about. And since we all went to Wanamaker, let's give TJ a few minutes and. And I know that you were at Suppress Fest and all that. How did that go? Uh, what was the coolest thing you saw?
3: Um, I mean, oh. it was it was good. I mean, Adam throws on a good show with an NFA review. Um, I mean, obviously the coolest thing I saw was the freaking minigun. I mean, yeah. th- that thing was going all day. and you, you know, oh, even, even though it was suppressed, you could hear it. It was every time every time we go off. You look over like, oh, that person's having so much fun um yeah was daniel,
0: I mean. first of all real quick real quick i want to I, I do hey i chastise some people but i'm going to congratulate other people daniel came in with the appropriate yos daniel you're my man
3: there we go crystal horrible
0: horrible i'm not even going to bring that up because it's not worth it I'm, I'm, I'm so disappointed in crystal right now i'm so disappointed
3: but uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, I mean, it was, it was a fun event. I mean, I thought I was worried because we had, you know, we just had the hurricane come through and uh, you
0: did. And I was glad to hear that you guys were okay, because it was actually pretty close to where you live actually. Oh, it came uh, right over It got tore up.
3: It came right over us, but uh, it just, it just dumped a lot of rain, blew down some fences. It was only, it was only cat one, like whatever. Um,
0: yeah. So I, I called TJ. was Friday night <laughs> just to check on him. Everything good. He goes, if it's not a cat three, I don't even, I don't even get out of bed. I was like, okay.
3: <laughs> no. it disturbs jeff the way i talk about tornadoes or hurricanes he's like dude you're not even putting up shutters i'm like no i'm not gonna cover my grill up it's fine um so yeah they, they he was at the uh, the aries training center so they had it, they had it set up pretty good there's a whole side where it was all dry down the shooting base and they could fit everybody in there so it was, it was neat all kinds of neat suppressors and muzzle devices and mm. fun stuff some people coming out with some some new things that we'll see at shot show Oh well, yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Who so, uh, who all was there like uh, as far as vendors and all that? Who all was there?
3: Um I mean GSL, Silencer Shop, Silencer Co. Um, okay, so all the big Yan- all the big Yan- ones were there. Yankee Hill, Torrent. Okay. You know,
0: was Deadfoot? Oh no, no rugged Deadfoot was over at CanCon, weren't they? We they
3: went to CanCon. I was gonna go up and see him, but yeah.
0: Sure you know,
3: that's farther <laughs> a little bit farther drive.
0: Well, especially after the hurricane coming through, probably was interesting.
3: Three hours, two and a half hours versus like six hours.
0: Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm going to star this one because I'm going to come back to that, Marcus. Um, Chris, your first time to Wanamaker. um, I want to start out by saying to people, and especially Chris, I was kind of a little disappointed in the turnout at Wanamaker this year. Um, that's nothing anyone can do except for maybe us. We can maybe go and try to get more people out to the next one uh, through media and all of that. It was still a great show and all that, but Chris, uh, in compared to what your expectations were when you first walked in the building, how was it compared to what you thought it might be? Um,
1: I, I don't know. I was kind of... I was nervous on the drive all the way out. Like Yeah. Like I'm I'm going to meet up with all you guys. And I'm like, are these guys even gonna like me? Or are they gonna want me there? And and so when First I got of all, there know, I,
0: I I hated you and I I hope you never come back. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean this YouTube thing is just it's kind of come fast, you know. Like I haven't been doing you know, I've really only been doing this about a year now, and it was uh, but then when I met all you guys at the hotel, I'm like this is this is going to be a great weekend. You know, you guys are just super cool and it was it was awesome meeting everybody. Um as far as the show goes, I I really enjoyed it. It was just um I I did think it was going to be a lot crazier than it was. I mm. like I thought there was going to be a lot more people there. I thought it was and but I think I kind of enjoyed it that it wasn't as busy as it was. It was yeah. it, it made things easy to film um
0: walking around was a lot easier
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I mean i i had a great time and i mean i'm definitely going to come back next year in november again um it yeah. i had a blast and you and you guys you guys made me feel at home i mean it was you guys were great with oh, me, man you're was
3: part of the fam everything. bro
0: you're all you're part of the fam so it's all good what's up tj i
1: said how was the cheesesteak oh excellent i got one saturday <laughs> I, th- I missed
0: it's, it's, that. It's, yeah, you did. <laughs> so Saturday morning, we pull into the into the parking lot, and it's me, Clover, and Buck are uh, just out, kind of smoking by the car, just getting out of the car, and all of that, and around like like on two wheels, like screaming through the parking lot, looking trying to find a parking space. All of a sudden, here is Trey. Like, what the hell? It's the cheesesteak dude, and he's like just hauling ass in i was like it's like oh shit you know and all that so the whole weekend like we would just you know you know how we do with him he, like this the cheesesteak and i got it the cheesesteak cheese is hilarious um and so i would go up there and say hey, i want a cheesesteak with with no cheese and then buck would go i want a cheesesteak with no steak and he'd be like um then we would like he, the bite so then he started like calling by nicknames and all that so like snob put in one day like not trey and I put one, my name down is semicolon, and then he calls Gary like half pint. And it, it was just, it was great. But yeah, the, the cheesesteak is part of, for us at least, part of what makes Wanamaker a uh, Wanamaker. And uh, it was great. But yeah, uh, it, it was, I don't know, Clover, what would you say? They, they usually say it's about 25000 per day. I'd be surprised if there was 15000 per day uh saturday afternoon it did kind of pick up with with the numbers i don't know because it, it was so cold that morning or yeah. what it could have been deer season it could have been the recession there's no telling uh it was definitely m- noticeably uh less crowded this year than last or any other year honestly uh first of all
2: First of all, keep in mind we're not in a recession. They changed the definition of that. So this is true. That makes this that is true. so I just want to correct that myth that everybody. You're right.
0: I I should have said that because you you're know, right. We're not I don't know what recession.
2: people are thinking when they look at their their stocks or their bank account or their 401k. The government changed the definition of a recession and we're not in one. So wake up, people. Anyway. Um no, I would say, yeah, it, you know what was what I've been telling people is it was obvious. So it was every obvious, time, yeah. every time we went before we get the question, they're like, well, how busy was it compared to before, you know, or whatever. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, maybe, you know, I guess kind of, maybe, man. And there's no, there's no maybe with this. It obviously was less attendance. It was blatantly yeah. obvious. So I can yeah. say that. So with that in mind, I would say if it cracked 25,000 the entire weekend, I would be surprised. That's fair
0: that's fair. Yeah. I would say that that's, that's probably fair. Um, yeah. um, but here's the thing. I
2: I don't know. Now I do have a buddy that went from here, uh, him and a, and a friend of his. Well, it's a guy that owns the the FFL here. Anyway, he went with a buddy of his, his buddy has inherited a bunch of guns and they took them up there to sell. Um, I have not talked with him yet. It's going to be interesting to talk with him and see if any of those sold, because we're talking about really high end guns. That's why they took them up there. Um, but I had I had some conversations like with the safe guys, for example, when I went over there and shot that video. And he said yeah. they were doing really good despite attendance being down. Like the people yeah. that did come out were the people that had the money it's and were, were
0: interested spending yeah. in
2: spending the oh, money. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me a little bit when he when he told me that, I kinda kinda thought of the way Shot Show was, right? Where they were mm-hmm. like, well, attendance is down, but the people that are here. Right. It's like the people that showed up are just the tire kickers that don't care. They're not going to spend any money or whatever anyway. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't know, maybe I mean, I, I don't have a large enough sample of people I talk to to say that for sure. But for some folks, at least, you know, maybe that was the case
0: yeah uh adam out there was asking were the merchants willing to drop their prices <laughs> Did we see any broken sks's for less than a thousand did not see any sks's i think the cheapest sks i saw was 1200 i saw one up for 1800 and i think buck said he might have seen one for 2500 um so sks's are stupid right now um the cheapest current ger- I'm gonna call it the Grand Garand, but I'm call. I always call it the Grand. The cheapest Grand I saw was six fifty, but it was beat to hell. Uh, I would say the average decently, decently uh, equipped Grand was probably thirteen, fourteen hundred. I don't remember, I don't remember seeing. I think we saw one for about twelve hundred, and it was okay. But like, if you look, if they're decent at all, they're at least fourteen hundred, which is crazy. But yeah, I saw a Grand for six fifty and it literally looked like they just dug it out of the ground like this morning and and brought it it was bad um it was really really bad um as always i ended up walking away with about four or five knives Uh, i always do that um i had a really cool knife company there called eugene knives i bought a couple uh from them damascus everyone knows i'm a big damascus fan but uh that's a little snubby there. I love love that blade design. And then I ha- I was looking at this all weekend. And I finally, but um, that that that's a knife, and I love that knife. I was eyeballing it all weekend, so um, I had to I had to get that one. I don't know I want to use it for right off the bat, but I Go will ahead. find a.
1: I didn't want to give that one back when you brought it over and get, handed it to me. I'm
0: like, that. I know. Nice. It's, it's, a real, it's, it's actually really beautiful. I mean, it, 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 the, the picture, ow, motherfucker, I had to slice this shit out of my eight finger. Woo, need to well, make You wore, probably need a for that.
3: And you wore white.
0: I did. Um, it doesn't do it justice of how, God damn, that hurts. Woo. Yeah. It snagged oh, up on I that leather. That. Yeah. Mm. Yeah anyways yeah um i will say this um yeah wes is that most people he knew that people were buying anything but guns now there were goods there there were a lot more deals to be had i should say deals there were there were a lot of guns that were fairly priced right off the bat could you make a deal and get them for a little bit yeah, absolutely but a lot of times, the last uh, for a while, um, Corman up. There you go. Um, yeah, I need a Corman. Um, but anyways, um, they're really high priced. At least they have in the last you know year or so. There were a lot of guns at a at fair, fair prices that you could probably talk down. I will say this: the one thing that surprised me was ammo prices. Um, ammo prices were extremely um for, for a show were extremely good uh you're finding them for about let's say nine millimeter a 50 uh, round box of nine millimeter you're you're getting for 14 15 dollars all day which for Wanamaker maker and anything in the last year two years is extremely good um and, and you could talk them down to about 12 probably if, if, if it was sunday afternoon or something like that um clove um, yeah, yeah, I was reading some, some comments out there, Daniel. Uh, I can't pick on ghosts, I've been known to put knives. I just pulled out of the, of, of the sheath and man, it got stuck and kind of got came out of the sheath in a weird angle. And yeah, yay, yay. Um, anyways, um, it, from years past, we've probably been to what 10 or 12 or whatever. Or 12, um, huh? yeah. you know, I will say this is price wise i thought this was probably the most fair for prices what, do, what did you what do you think about the prices i think overall? We're,
2: we're back to pre-cough cough pretty easily or pretty, close, pretty,
0: or pretty close, close or pretty close to it yeah. Close. yeah
2: yeah 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 i mean some of the some of the firearm prices are, are weird and all over the place but you got to remember like with regardless of cough cough milsurp stuff well there's is a, is a superb investment for anybody that does not know they don't make that stuff anymore <laughs> like yeah. you know it's so to complain about there, it there SKS, a,
0: I get a, a people, finite yeah there's a finite I, number of them yeah, out there <laughs> I
2: get people that go oh Sks is I can't believe I gave 75 bucks for mine or the my, Mosen. I gave 50 bucks for mine and I'm like you realize though they don't they're not making them every day of every week of every year like modern production stuff they're just not. And so, yeah. you know, the price is going to continue to go up regardless. Even if you p- bought one today at that show or this weekend at that show and paid what you thought was a high price, I can guarantee mm-hmm. you in 10 years, it's not going to be a high price. You're going to be like, oh, I got a deal. I can go sell this and make money. Yeah. I can promise you you can do that. And that's just the deal with Milserv. Now, I didn't look at a whole lot of prices. Uh, one of the reasons I didn't is I didn't have any money to spend anyway, right. and I did not want, want to... You didn't
0: want to put yourself in a position, damn it, i, I got to go not, spend some money. <laughs> well, I
2: couldn't. I, I literally did not have it. It wasn't, I did not have the money to spend. I've had that before, and I went ahead mm-hmm. and spent it anyway, and then I'll worry about it later. I literally did not have the money. So um I didn't look at a lot of prices, um, it, because, Um I especially on the guns, because I did not want to see a deal that I absolutely could not that would kill me. So I just didn't it. even pay any attention. Now I did look at the ammo and I'm with you that mm-hmm. it was it, it was back there. I even seen reloading supplies, primers and yeah. and powder that were not not pre-pandemic prices, but they were they were down considerably compared to what they were. I would say they were half well, of what they were. They're but, still twice but, as much, but
0: yeah. Yeah, Buck got, I think, two pounds of the 1680 for his 300 blackout. I think he got it for 25 bucks a pound. And that's pre pandemic crisis, uh, 25 bucks a pound. So he was really happy about that. Oh, yeah. He was like, I I haven't been able to find it for like less than 40 to $50 a pound uh, when he can't find it. Um, I will say this if you were looking for small rifle, small rifle primers or large pistol primers, you, I saw um, the small rifle primers for about forty bucks. Um,
2: yeah, I've seen forty to sixty. The primers I've seen, I seen yeah. some that was eighty, but most of yep, that forty, most were the forty to sixty range, and we're talking about a thousand round brick.
0: Correct. Um, so I don't know. In comparison, you and Chris might know more about that. Uh, as far as forty bucks for a thousand small rifle primers, but. All day long, you know, I'm looking for large rifle primers and they had literally one box. Literally, when I say this, I look literally one box of a thousand in the entire show. They wanted a hundred bucks for it. And I didn't get it because they were old and I didn't know how they were stored and all that. But I can tell you this when I have been able to find them online, they're about, oh, 190 for a thousand like 19 right. cents per piece so a hundred dollars wasn't bad if if they were something that i could have trusted and i asked clover i asked chris and i I called a couple buddies on the phone and everyone was like look there's not a shelf life for these things but we don't know where this guy was storing them and you know so i, I didn't um yeah 100 bucks if, if i would have known anything about them a 100 bucks i would have jumped on it but small rifle primers and large pistol primers, I saw those all over the place for, like I said, forty to fifty so bucks, sixty me, bucks. Yeah. Let me
2: ask you what brand, because you were looking at some stuff that was really weird. Uh,
0: yeah, no, no, no. A lot of the uh, small rifle primers were CCI. Like, uh-huh. That's the the vast majority of the small rifles that I saw were CCI, and those are the ones that I yeah. saw anywhere from forty to to forty five, yeah. maybe up to fifty. But then I saw them as low as forty on a, on several tables.
2: Pre pre cough cough primers typically, and you're talking CCI Federal Winchester Remington, you know that sort of yeah. thing. Um, pre cough cough, you know 30, 35 bucks a brick. So you know they were they're getting close back in that range. Yeah. Those are for sure. Yeah. And I and I don't know that they go any lower than that. To be honest with you, I mean I mean they, no. we've got inflation. There's you know it's like there's. You know, that's what a lot of people don't understand. They say, oh, we have these these times where there's these mm. panics and things. Right. And prices never go back to the same. Well, part of the reason is you've got two years of inflation. you got to tack on to everything. So prices are never going to go back to the same. And it's not because demand is higher or, you know, anything crazy other than just the inflation. Inflation has went up and inflated the cost.
0: Well, we're also talking. We've been asked this question a bunch the last couple of years. You know, do we think that ammo would ever get back down to no, it's never going to get back down to nine ninety nine for a box of 50 of nine millimeter. Like those days are gone now. Could it get back to 12, 13, 14, 15 dollars for a box? Absolutely. I, I, and it's almost down to 12 in some, in some cases. Um, I don't think we're ever going to see that $10 box of 50 again. Um, but that was gonna, we'll regardless, regardless of cough cough or not well sure yeah but I mean it's just in general like or even if they didn't have the cough cough it's two years since they were $10 a box it's not it wouldn't be $10 well, a box right had, now it would be 11 or 12 you know
2: yeah we've had massive inflation in the last year or so like, exactly at a massive rate is what I'm talking about yeah
0: so, yeah, yeah. All right, so I've got i got to bring this up. <clears throat> um, Chris is new to this podcast, and I think Chris is being uh, polite, and Chris is waiting to uh, be called on because he doesn't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't know that for a fact, uh, but I think that's what he's doing. What you need to understand is is, is get your ass involved in this conversation. We don't call people out and ask for opinion. We will certainly do that. Don't feel like you're ever going to step on anyone's toes. Part of this podcast is you better jump in when you can, because if not, Clover will take over the damn conversation. <laughs> so jump in. Don't feel like you're hurting anyone's feelings. If you've got something to say, come on, bring I'm, it, bring I'm it just on. I'm here so. for
3: looks, so that's why I'm here.
0: You're here for the food and beverage, and, and, and yep. obviously you're pretty. You know, Thank God you're pretty, Like
3: I, I got something going for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, what do you think, Chris? Real quick on, on the reloading supplies, uh, just your and not just the reloading, but anything in general. Obviously, this is a gun show, right? So we know that the prices are automatically going to be ten percent higher than they normally would be without even blinking an eye, just because it's a gun show. Sometimes twenty five percent, but where prices? What would you say? Would you say are your 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 normal? thought on when you start seeing prices of of everything like what were your thoughts on are these high are they low or hey that's that's better than i thought or about what you thought at a gun show
1: i mean as far as the primers go like even the people that were on the end caps like you know they most of the primers that i would see at the end of the rows they were like they were a hundred dollars for a thousand but yeah right now that's not a bad price because if you find them online, the cheapest you're going to get them is $79.99, but then you got to factor in. You're going to pay tax on it. you got shipping, and then you got hazmat. So that $79.99 is going to turn into $120 real quick. Um, I did see some of the, you know, if you really looked hard, like some of those primers you were talking about that you saw, $40, $50, $60. Bucks. Now, the weird thing was on Sunday, all those people that had those primers on the ends, they marked... They all scratched it off and they marked them up to 120. And I thought, well, if you didn't sell them for 100 and they're still sitting here, you're not going to get rid of them for 120 either. And most of the time, like later in the afternoon, right before we left, I went back and all those primers were still sitting there. Of course.
0: I think they knew what they had also. Um, I think that they were like, if I can get rid of them, I can get rid of them. But if not, they're probably going to another gun show next weekend somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Uh, real quick, real call out there. Our favorite, who's your, <coughs> who's your daddy? Just saying hi. Hope all is good at the show. Ghost, how many cheesesteaks did everyone eat that went in the group? I have a poll up in my com tab. Well, I would say the vast majority of us ate one a day. I think Chris, you only had one on Saturday. Um, I would say, man, I mean, to add them up. I, I, I wouldn't know, but it's I, I would say. If, it's had not. Ten, ten, uh,
2: had to have been ten total, at least.
0: Oh, had there's been, more than that because there's what, well one, I said at
2: least two, eight, I said had to have been at least ten. Three,
0: oh, at least ten. One, two. Uh
2: oh math. Three,
0: four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Well, I know of nine people that had one a day, so that's eighteen total, at least right there. Chris had one, so there's 19
1: my son had one
0: 20 so at least 20 that i can count right off the top of my head so Those are
3: rookie numbers
0: i know well it is what it is but they're still pretty damn good oh, um they look good. all that oh man they're so I was hating it's all the stupid. videos i
2: was like this i told thing. the i told the cheesecake guy you know before i left before you know we were standing around out there and he come out there that's like if they weren't eleven dollars a piece or whatever they are, which I mean at the show, I mean you expect that and whatever, and it's they're certainly good, but I'm like you know if they, if they were more like five or six dollars a piece, like I would probably buy four or five and just take them home with me, you know. Quite honestly, mm-hmm. I'd bring a, I would mm-hmm. bring a cooler or I would do something.
0: They were a dollar more this year than they were last year, which is absolutely. I thought they'd be more than that because of the food prices going up. But they were only, a, you know, you know. But they they, they might not make making as much per. Um, so Roy, but Roy kicked know. ass. Like they he had a competition with the other cheesesteak guy, and sold 126 more the first day. I didn't even know how many he sold more the second day. Um, it was pretty pretty bad. Um, I'm gonna, what are you saying? I,
2: I'm going to go on a mission because of the way that the, it's really awesome. The way that those are done for um, as good as they are, because the mm-hmm. meat is already pre-sliced and everything. And it's in a frozen yeah. like brick and they just throw it on the griddle. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to look for some of those. Like you can buy that stuff somewhere. And, it, and, and it's not
0: stake. Them. It's those, not stake. Them. It's
2: not and at um, least I love some steak At least table. in between, at I least did,
0: in it, between it, the two yeah. if it is steak, it's a big thing of no, steak. That's
3: light stuff. I've seen that.
0: Yeah. Um I think it's yeah. the
1: butter. I think the butter that they put on that bun and then they put it on that griddle. Uh-huh. Because I've ate I've had a lot of Philly cheesesteak in Philly. And and yeah. honestly, that's that's it's up that's there. A good one there.
0: Yeah, it is a good one uh honcho had a, and we went honcho over the weekend which is great to meet him finally honcho's got a question for the gang and this is a revolver question so i will take myself out of this because i know shit about it uh more in fact I, i'm getting damn rash just having to ask this question but we'll we'll go with it anyways he said i found a colt python 357 for around 1200 is that a good deal I, I always have heard that the that the snake guns, especially the except for the the, the high end with the, the pythons and the cobra, they're a twelve to fifteen hundred, is that right? So I think twelve hundred from my experience, from what I've heard, is a decent deal. What do you guys I mean, twelve hundred for a python, what do you guys think?
2: Yeah, it's about right.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds reasonable. I don't uh, know. If, I don't know if it's guy. a great
2: deal. It's about right on a new one. And it's a much better deal on an older one, I
0: think. Yeah. Would, would Which be. is odd because typically it goes opposite. Usually the better deal goes when they're used, but uh an older Python, like you said, it's probably more of a collectible than it is uh the new ones. Is that correct? Is that yeah, one of the reasons why it's more valuable? They're,
2: they're a little more solid <laughs> for all Yeah. Honestly.
0: Yeah. I know, um, and I don't know because we left right before it happened, but on Sunday, it came down to two guns that Snob was looking at, and I'm not going to give the dollar amount because yeah. um, that's not fair to him. He didn't pull the trigger. Either one of went. them. Nope. Really? Yeah. He found him, him a, a Smith and Wesson 500 and yeah. a um, a 657 41 mag, and so, that was the that was actually one of the guns that he was literally looking for uh going into the show and he found it and then he found the 500 and it was they're about the same price and it's he didn't pull a trigger on either one of them, huh? So I'll know, know. What was, and, like and, and
2: I'll tell his business. I don't mind. Now I don't know the I don't know the <laughs> price. <laughs> I don't know the price that he was. Cheat. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the price. Well, yeah,
0: they're the both listed. Yeah, they're both listed at the same number. But
2: what yeah. he told me is that he walked away from both of those over a fifty dollar difference in price. So whatever the price was, the the guy selling wanted fifty bucks more than what he was paying, and he's like, I kind of regret. Walking away and not paying the 50 bucks, he's he's like, and that and the guys selling them probably regret not taking 50 dollars less, but yeah, but anyway, he I think that's what he told me yesterday is he walked away, both of them, uh, they just couldn't, Mm. they were got within 50 bucks, and that just wasn't good enough.
0: Yeah, Honcho said this is an older one, not new as far as I know. It was stainless four inch barrel wood grips, look like all the original setup,
2: pretty good price on it. That's pretty good pricing, yeah.
0: There you go. Yep. Uh, He said, "Gonna go, going to head out there and see up close before I decide. Maybe ask some questions about the history." Uh, I don't. Here's so here's the thing. I think most people understand that I'm more of a modern gun kind of a guy. So I maybe a lot of my stuff could be worth something down the road as collectibles. But I I'm not one of those guys that goes and collects guns. I'm just not that guy. So provenance to me doesn't really, I mean, doesn't really mean anything because most of the guns that I have are new. Uh, they're not going to have provenance that's going to be worth anything. Now, Clover, I know that you're, you're big into the collecting side of it. Uh, when you start talking about history and provenance of a gun, um, is, it, is, is, is that still a big deal?
2: let me unmute ask me again you lost me there
0: Probably, um I'm so like well i mean when hancha says he's gonna go ask me about the history uh when you're talking about a gun's value and all that an, an older maybe gun is history and provenance of a gun is that still a thing or sometimes. is it really, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah
2: sometimes um especially if you're talking about on uh if it if it is a legit you know not like a used new model right uh, but it's yeah. a legit older model, like how old, right? That's going to make a difference. Like what version, you know, Smith & Wesson has okay. their dashes. So it's really easy yeah. to kind of tell with Smith & Wesson, especially if you have the Smith & Wesson book, um, you know, a model 10 and there's uh model 10 and then model 10 one 2 3 Dash.
0: Well, a Model 10 has been out here for 80 years, so Um, obviously a Model 10 is not a Model 10 in some cases, you know. And then
2: was it a serial number or something that can be linked to a government agency or linked to a law enforcement, right? Um, So, yeah, I mean, there can be, especially when you get into some of the older stuff, there can be. Um, You know, I don't know that I would, I don't know that I would poke and prod on it too much. Um, this is a pretty that's good deal. one of the, one of the problems that if you, if you run across a deal like that and then you poke and prod too much, sometimes it's a D de- if it's a good deal, which that sounds like it's a good deal. If it's an older one, for sure, if you mm-hmm. poke and prod too much, they do their own homework, they figure out, and then the price goes up. Um, so a lot of times it's worth just pulling the trigger, taking a chance. And then once you get it home, do your research. I do that a lot. Now I don't do that with $1,200 firearms, But, you know, that ghost, you've been at the, up at the Tulsa show with me before where I'm like, man, I couldn't pass this up. It was 120 bucks. I'm like, even if it's the new version or not, this, this deal, I
0: I still get my money back if I need to. And then after
2: I bought it, after I buy it, I sit there at the table and run the serial number and look at the markings and, you know, figure everything out. And then usually, yeah, I've got, I've gotten a deal, but I don't, I don't I never make a big deal to that at the table or in front of somebody or at the gun shop or whatever. Um, and I'll take that, you know, if the price is right anyway, now, if the price is really high, um, yeah, there better be something special going on and they better be able to tell me and show me what the is special, otherwise yeah. I'm going to say, Hey, look, this is not what you think it is. And sometimes on old stuff, you get that. Sometimes you get uh cycle camp is a big encyclopedia and, and I'm surprised he wasn't there, but, um, yeah. You know, um, especially with a lot of older stuff and a lot of milsurp stuff, um, you'll have people claiming they have things that they don't have. You know, I'm a big infield guy. One of the things, the uh, uh, number five jungle carbines, they are faked all the time. And oh really so you really have to watch out you've got to know what you're looking for and there's people that'll sit there and swear up and down that oh this was brought back by my grandpa or whatever the heck and it's like there's no way it's a fake well you know right. what i mean it's like there's no way but if you know if you didn't know right and you didn't know what to look for and the sign the markings and everything else so you do got to be careful when you start playing those games
0: uh marcus out there before we i mean this would be the last thing we touch on before we actually get in we I was only an hour into this and we haven't <laughs> even touched on the actual topic yet um this would be the last thing but it's it interesting we might have a little fun with it marcus says what is everyone's favorite surplus rifle two t- categories bolt action and semi-auto can only pick one from each category i'll go first it's real simple for me probably uh i'll probably say the grand and the 1911. I think those are the two probably iconic ones. Those are the two that have uh, kind of stood the test of time. Either are bolt um, action,
2: so try again, <laughs> Mister Marine. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> whatever.
0: Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Damn it. All right. It's so the grand for the semi. God damn it. I was thinking rifle and pistol. Um, yeah. Um, grand probably. Um, shit.
2: Let me help you out. Name any bolt
0: action. Of the, what's that? I don't know. I said, let me help you out. Name the, any bolt The 1903, bolt the yeah,
2: 1903 bolt. wasn't. Yeah. yeah, the
0: 1903. It is? is okay, I am going to go with yeah. that one because I don't know anything about that one either. Mm-hmm. Um, the grand so for sure. Go, um,
2: yeah, so you're going to go Springfield. Oh, I
0: didn't know. Would, would, would the Mosin be considered bolt. a surplus?
2: Yeah, absolutely would.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah, I'll go the, the 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 Mosin then. Yeah,
2: good choice.
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't think about being in surplus, but I guess it is. That was a war gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it wasn't a U.S. I guess, probably where it kind of threw me off. I was thinking U.S. stuff. He didn't say U.S. though, did he? I know he did, but I, I'm I'm not very smart, yo. Come oh, on. Oh, I don't man. know if
2: he did or not. I was just asking. I didn't.
0: No, no, he just said surplus. But when, when I think surplus, I think U.S. just automatically, so I didn't even go there. Man. Man, that's bringing, in, that's bringing in everything. Oh my God. Now I didn't think about that. Yeah, definitely wouldn't be the grand.
2: But he says your favorite. He's not talking about not, the yeah, best. pretty anything. damn
0: cool, yeah. man. AK's what is everyone's cool.
2: favorite surplus rival? So not, he's not talking about yeah. the best or anything like that. He's
0: talking yeah. About I will say this. I'm going to say I'm gonna, uh, it probably is the AK. But I'm going to say the grand just because I'm still trying to get one. I'm right, still trying to get one, <laughs> and I'm not going to pay $1,400 for one. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go the grand and, and then probably the Mosin. Uh, probably the Mosin. Uh, hell, let's go, TJ. You're next to me. Well, one I, was bolt say, and one, I was gonna say, AK, and one, uh, and
3: you're AK, but I, I would go AK and probably the uh, probably the Mosin.
0: Yeah, uh, him. Chris, yeah, Chris, what about you?
1: Definitely the Grand. I looked at a lot of them when I was there. I, that's kind of on a short list. What was the cheapest
0: one you saw? What was the cheapest one you saw real quick? i only sure I didn't miss one that was a good price.
1: I think the cheapest one I saw was $1,200.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't miss anything good. Yeah. I was gonna, if, if he would have come out and said, I found one for $750. was pretty good shape. I would have really been upset. Then again, I was, if you looking, found, I was really looking hard
1: for Grand. <laughs> um, and then another gun that's not related to this topic that I really, one of these days I got to get one. I've, I've always wanted, I'm a big Walther fan. So I really want to get a P 38 and I did find a 1943 one there. He wanted 1400 bucks for it. It was we'll really t- good shape.
0: We'll talk but, off air. Yeah. I know someone's got several of them.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, bold action. I got to go mose into, but I'm not going to yeah. pay what they want for him now. I wish I would have bought one years ago and I could get them at Dunham's for like 120 bucks.
0: He yeah. Was,
3: uh, we used to be able good. to have a hardware store for like 40, 50 bucks.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. They, they I'm were
2: have a crate party
0: for 500 bucks when I saw this weekend. Um, at least, you know, so, um, Yes, if you want to win one green, you can buy through the CMP. Here's a problem with the CMP, and I have no problem with the CMP, and I would do that. Here's a problem: you don't, you don't know what you're going to get. Let's just be honest with the CMP. Uh, you're going to pay a price. You might get lucky and get a great one. Well, and if you you might, actually, you might get lucky and get a, a trash one too. So,
2: so if you actually go to and you were there, like Talladega, the CMP park you know you could have gotten we had there them there oh
0: there. yeah i, mean, I looked at them able, there yeah
2: you would have been able to look at it but cmp they're they're in serviceable condition so yeah. they're not going to sell junk i mean you've got to yeah put, but they're
0: also know, but they're also the prices isn't compared they don't have a price per condition it's a price right it doesn't yeah. matter if it's in great condition or you don't know. They're going to set that price for middle of the road, which is fine, but you might get a great deal and you might just happen to get one that mm-hmm. but keep in
2: mind in is what I said earlier. They're not going to get any cheaper. So
0: no, I understand. I understand. Um, I was at the different. CMP
1: in Talladega. What was, that was, I can't remember if that was, it was September when I was there.
2: Hmm. Um, I think they only had like Maybe six. Yeah, that's about what they had when we were there in like yeah. March.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. They didn't have many. <laughs> eh, no, they were. They were like seven twenty nine, seven fifty nine, something like that when we were no, there. No, I
2: thought he said they only had six. Yeah, they only had like six total
1: in there when I was there in September. Yeah, he wasn't talking about the price.
0: Oh,
1: price though was right. That said, was I just what they, was just they were. Yeah, they were
0: right around. Um, I don't know how many is that, is that, yeah, there was only a few of them. I don't know if it was six or not, but it was it was less than ten, probably. It was around oh, yeah. ten. Yeah. But it they were been. like anywhere they were like seven fifty-nine or something like that. But I think I mean, no 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 they were not. They were like eleven hundred, weren't they?
2: No, I they can't had remember. they had them for around
0: seven. They were around seven?
2: Oh yeah, they st- yeah, they had them higher than that. But they had them also around. They had seven. them
0: down for seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was back. I was back in March. But yeah, they 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 didn't have a whole lot of them, and, and I get that. And I know they're not going to get much cheaper. But damn it, I'm not going to pay fourteen hundred for one. Yeah. Uh, that's just the way it goes. Uh, TJ, what about you? Uh, no, Clover, what about you? You uh, we already went to you. What about you?
2: Um. So, Bolt, I go infield hands down. And I knew you're I
0: probably gonna go infield. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Favorite? Yeah, I go I go infield, hands down. Um man, send me auto. Ugh. I mean um, <laughs> like, oh. I know that's tough that's a tough one, right? So I don't view an A K as surplus. So I'm not I'm definitely not gonna say A K. Um SKS is like, yeah, I kinda lean that way a little bit to be honest. But I mean at the end of the yeah. day, I go Garen, I guess. I mean, I know that's the popular answer, and I hate it, but mm. why not? I mean, it's a great, yeah. it's a great rifle. It's, uh, you know, I
3: like the M1 carbine as well. That's a neat one. Ech. they're cool, but yeah, I saw I cool. saw
0: a couple M1 carbines this weekend. Um, Yuck, and uh, I'm not a fan. I just you know, but yeah. the, they they oh, actually they're have they're fun. That look, they it.
3: look neat, and I was like, hey, oh, no, 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 no. I
0: I get you, I get you. I'm just not a fan. Uh, and actually, they were, you know, they had some that were decent prices. Now they might not have been working, yeah. Um, Probably not. But you know, they're
2: fun. They're fun rifles for sure, um, and if, especially if you reload, and you don't have to worry about, you know, trying to find and, and buy ammo. Um, but
0: and you know, that also with that infield if you reload the infield it's probably a lot more fun than it is if you're trying to you know, buy it's, it's dish, one of those things know? like
2: you know people give me grief for carrying a 380 and oh, what's that going to do to somebody and, and so you get into the whole thing about that i mean i don't want to be contradictory or whatever but it's, it's going like, to hurt them
3: that's what it's going to do
2: but like the 30 mm-hmm. carving is just it's not a good i mean as far as Military application no. and I was like what were they thinking Like really what yeah. were they thinking um, And that's just coming from my grandfather Who cursed that thing to the day he died And he you know he was in Korea So he he would know
0: Yep All right awesome question Um good stuff Let's kind of get into The topic of the night All right um, I know right only an hour into this bu- This bullshit um <laughs> Yeah, this, this is something that I actually, I heard a discussion this weekend. Um, It was pretty interesting. I was actually at the table. I think I was eating some beef jerky. This was on Sunday. You're eating some beef jerky and all that. And these two guys were walking. I would say they're probably like mid-20s, like 24 to 26, somewhere in there uh young enough to be young enough but old enough to know maybe enough to be dangerous right and they were literally having an argument about um what would be the best thing if someone broke into their house and we talk about stuff like this all the time but i don't think we've had this in a long time been a couple years the actual discussion on a weapon system or weapon platform for home defense. Now, there's going to be several of them out there that we could all agree would absolutely be worthwhile and and would be fine. Um, But we're going to talk a little bit about what we think uh, would be the best and maybe what even um, we might use uh, for our home defense. And we're not talking about truck guns or carry guns. We're talking about the guns that we have kind of dedicated, or at least in our mind, if someone breaks into the house at 2 o'clock in the morning, this is what I'm grabbing. Uh, I'm going to start real quick with Chris and say, um, "Do you, first of all, I'm going to ghost you here. And if you don't know what that means on this show, it means I'm going to ask you multiple questions at once. So I want you to be prepared. Um, part A of this question is, is, do you have a gun that's somewhat dedicated to being that home defense gun and two um what is that right now?
1: I do have a dedicated nightstand gun and I yep. use an MP 45 with a red okay. dot and a streamlight TLR1 HL on it.
0: The TRL one love that light. Yep. Um, now, reason
1: being I live in a re- I, I kind of live in a residential neighborhood, so I have houses on both sides of me. Fairly true. not yeah. very far. Not real close, but mm,
0: close enough.
1: 25 feet in between each house. Um yeah. So I just, I practice with that gun a lot, but where my bedroom is, is at the very end of the house. And the only entryways into the house are on the opposite end. So I'm going to have yeah. to shoot towards the neighbor's house. So I just yeah. no, kind of picked you. a uh, heavier, slower round it would have to go through the wall, through the garage before it would go into the neighbor. So, yep. Yeah, dedicate, that's my dedicated gun.
0: Marcus out there. This is one that I starred earlier, and he, he brought it back up now that we're actually talking about this. He uh, says, bump of the night. I'm grabbing a shotgun. If there are multiple attackers ascending, I'm grabbing the AK. Um, so now I'm, I'm not going to put this on there because I don't know if, if TJ wants this. Well, well, you know, she put it out there. Uh, we have multiple guns absolutely we we have multiple guns here spread out in uh, how should I put this strategical positions yeah uh, I've got I've got them in places where there shouldn't you should never have to walk more than about 10 15 paces just saying uh, but I and all that so uh TJ I am going to go with you knowing that you have multiple but do you like if I was to say bump in the night or whatever someone crashes through the front door do you have something that like you know you're going to I mean, um, it's, it's like right that
3: there. if it's if it's nighttime it's a it's you know the are going keep it in the nightstand which is my taurus oh okay which i, I use that thing a lot i'm pretty nuts with that thing yeah. um you know that's what i keep yeah. in my nightstand you know if if they catch me down to the gun room it'd be you know probably the Foxtrot mic, um 9 mil AR, that's easily accessible.
0: That that might come up in a minute. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> Clover, what about you? Um, one, I want to ghost you here. Do you have a quote-unquote dedicated, dedicated gun for uh, an intruder in the night? And two, what would that be?
2: Oh, I just use my bow, man. I got, I got a light and a laser on it. All it needs quiet. i will never see it coming. Quiet. Yeah, yeah. Something bit me. <laughs> that's horrible. getting, shot, shot, with <laughs> arrow, getting shot with an arrow. Getting shot with an arrow is arguably, I get it. Arguably, but getting shot with an arrow is arguably worse than getting shot with a. Oh yeah. Bullet. But uh, no, no. That's they said problem. that's
0: a million dollar injury. I haven't seen a penny uh, of that.
2: Holy crap. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean probably i mean most common go-to with you know depending on the type of bump of course you know over talk something that you know it's it's obviously obviously not a um you know a varmint or something like that you know it's pretty obvious that's not what it is um with that i might go with uh, either you know if it's a varmint eh, who knows what i'd go with but um probably grabbing the 590 probably it's been, it's been set behind the door. For I can many, go either many, way. Varmint, bore, and trigger. Either way, I'm getting the nine. If if it's more hmm. of a varmint thing, and this is just for noise and, um, you know, potential of messing something up or whatever, um, I'm probably grabbing some type of a 22. It's probably going to be a, probably going to be my. Uh, seven and a half inch buck mark you know with a, with a red dot and then i've got a flashlight and i mean i'm good at 50 yards i mean i could get a any kind of a bombardment wouldn't be a problem you know
0: yep um now mario says pistol this is the way so let me ask you so let me ask you this um i for the longest time up until maybe a couple years ago and i and, and i still do let's not say that there still do have a pistol in the bedroom um when i say pistol i'm doing a handgun not like an ar pistol but i have moved to an ar pistol um and you brought up the fox truck mike so this is this is mine this is the fox truck mike fm9 uh five and a half inch ar9 with the uh a streamlight light on there um and all of that um so this this is mine now that said um let's hope the, God, that doesn't fall on me we're just going to take a we're chance we're going to watch it live <laughs> exactly um i've gone to an ar pistol um a slung ar pistol one of the reasons why i always liked a, a handgun as as my uh home defenses um you can shoot it with one hand which means you have another hand to grab uh, push you know hugs it, w- pick something up whatever you got that right. extra hand um whatever you need to do um and all of that but being the, the, the ar pistol now it is very compact i do a lot of cqb with it um and with a sling, if I do have to pick something up, I, I, get, I have it slung and, and all of that, so I'll be able to do that. Um, so I want to put this out there, guys. If, if, if you are giving advice to someone who's new to guns and never had a home defense gun, I'm going to start with TG on this one. I'm, I'm going to give everybody cool. a chance. I'm going to throw you under the bus first. Um, if, if you... If you were to give someone advice, and I'm not talking about a specific gun. I'm talking a handgun, uh, AR, shotgun, whatever. What do you think for someone who's deciding, hey, you know what? My husband's just got a job. He's going to start traveling more, and I'm going to be at home a lot more often. Or whatever the case may be. Or we were broken into uh, last week, and we decided we're going to start defending ourselves. Um if there was something, and when we're not talking gender here, we're not talking age specific. We're just talking in general. Uh, TJ, what would be like the first platform that you would say, "Hey, if you're going to do something, this would be the one."
3: Oh, I mean, that's uh, like intro, intro home defense. Yeah. Oh God, I mean, I would almost. That's I'm torn because now with the uh, you know now with the PCCs, I'd, I'd re- initially I would say shotgun. I'd probably the,
0: would say shotgun too. Uh, but for now the with first.
3: PCCs, I mean everybody, you know, you can you're so much more accurate with them. You don't have the, the recoil. I think you can control them better. So I mean, I you know, I'm as soon as I get a, a shorter, lower for mine, it's going to the bedroom. But I've got a 16 inch.
0: Yeah.
3: Box shock. mine, I got the paratrooper, but it's I'm doing the same thing. Oh, okay. Yep. there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you know, know, um, you know, I think shotgun. I mean, it's 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 scary for anybody (laughs) being shot. Yeah, no,
0: for sure. Um, Wes out there says, "I like a pistol for more room in the hallways, closet doors, etc." And like I said, you asked me that two years ago, and I hundred percent agree with you. In the last two years, I've done a lot of CQB work with this AR nine it's five and a half inches i can maneuver it and i get through doorways i can get into corners i can do whatever it's real compact and and all of that um as far as i practice a lot with it you know yeah
3: Yeah. it's a lot easier Um, to hide pistols and place pistols everywhere like i said i've got you know we've got pistols several places now if you're gonna tell
0: me an ar we're talking a 16 inch (laughs) ar i would say probably not but now you can get into like a four or five inch ar pistol mm-hmm. and nine millimeter or something like that even 45 or something like that i mean it's yeah 30 you can really round mag, 30 round mag
3: um i said less way less mag. way less recoil took it
0: out. yeah um oh it's right underneath it yeah i took it out so I display it yeah you can get one of those sticks right there and you're good to go mm-hmm. um Chris, going to bring you in. Um, Same question. If you were trying to give someone advice on their first home defense gun, you know, what would you probably tell them and and, and why?
1: I kind of got to go with the same thing TJ was saying. I mean, depending on how much experience they got shooting, you know, shotgun, pretty good route to go. Um, Yeah. Defending yourself with a handgun is going to take a lot of practice. You're going to have to get out and shoot it. You know, it just depends on how much time somebody wants to devote to it. Um, I kind of liked Ozzy's comment out there earlier. He was talking about the uh, Rigger PC Charger.
0: Uh, yeah, I saw a that. Yeah.
1: Great reliable gun. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that when he said that. Um, you know and i do i agree with you i mean especially doing like with me shooting I, I do shoot the pcc division of the uspsa
0: yeah you got a lot of yeah you've got a lot of experience with pccs yeah
1: so if i didn't for me i mean i practice i shoot a lot i mean I'm always shooting um but if i didn't shoot handguns a lot i probably would use uh an ar-9 or a you know my rigor mm-hmm. pc carbine or um because yeah. i am used to working around walls and things like that like that part doesn't bother me like clearing a hallway or something like that wouldn't i can do that with an ar just as easy as i can with a pistol but it's something that i practice all the time yeah. Um, but yeah i i would have to say probably shotgun if depending on the experience but uh, a short barreled ar would uh nine millimeter be a great a great option also
0: uh, the chairborne ranger out there says, "I uh, <laughs> just give him some shit." Uh, living in the woods of East Texas in a small house, I I use the biggest I own either single action Army forty five, uh, or a nineteen eleven and forty five ACP. Uh, it's closed quarters here. You no, know, I I get that. And, and like I said, you would have asked me up until about two years ago. Um, actually, probably about a year ago. Um, all it was all pistol for me. Um. I really have really have kind of uh, fallen into the PCCs, I think are great. Um, we'll get into that here in a second before. we Do I wanna let clover? Um, not saying what you use, um, but talking to someone that may be, hey, you know, we had our house broken into last week. Uh, and we really do want to start getting something we can defend. What is something for a beginner intro to like like a TJ an intro to uh, defense?
2: Yeah, like the new firearm owner that's you know concerned about home protection.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um yeah, shotgun. But I'm gonna go specific and I'm gonna go with why. Okay. Um shotgun, pump action why
0: the sound the uh, sound alone is going to piss some people off the, the, the <laughs> racking sound okay everyone knows what that um, is <laughs> the
2: ease of manual of arms compared to an ar yep, absolutely ar pistol, absolutely. You know, an AR pistol a, even a handgun um with a shotgun doesn't have to be accurate because it's a freaking shotgun so if you're talking yep. about room distances, and provided you have you know the right load or something, now if you're shooting slugs or something in it, you know it's a little bit different than you know buckshot or, or some some heavy game loads. Um, you know, I would I would also say that the sound of the report from a shotgun is also very loud, menacing, and unique. It's a very distinct boom. Um, yeah. So and it's it's considerably louder because it's a it's a longer report um so that i think that has some advantages in a way um also i would say if you're talking about somebody starting out you said you know take gender age you know all of this other stuff out of the equation i say 20 gauge um at the distance you're talking about and you're talking about you know um you're talking about a human threat right (laughs) 20 gauges, 20 gauges is going to yeah. get it done just as easy as a 12. You've got less recoil. you got just as many ammunition options, right? Um, and you're talking about something that the manual of arms with, you know, 20 gauge, the recoil, the, all the other things, you know, factors considered, mm-hmm. you're talking about from a 10 year old kid to a teenage daughter to you know, your wife to the husband to your elderly mother to whoever, um, is pretty much going to be able to pick that up and run with it, um, uh, and pick up mm-hmm. on it and learn it pretty quick, pretty quick. So, um, it, it really does bridge all those gaps in my mind.
0: Yeah. Now, fix out there says, uh, the M240. There you go. We can put the position on the roof of the house. Man, if you got it, if you got a 240, um, you probably won't have a whole lot of people messing with you. Just saying. Uh, Mario says, the rack of the slide thing is the stupidest thing I ever heard. That's because you know what it is. And, and you've shot shotguns for a while. You know and all that. If you're someone who is not a gun person and you hear, ch-ch, you know what that is. You've heard that sound of movies. The well, sound... It, but I'm just saying. But for for someone that's in your house, that's trying to be as quiet as they can and trying to do something, you hear it. Yep. You're probably getting the hell. At least you're ducking, or you're you're trying, trying to, to get, get out, out of the way, way, way quickly. There, so it, it is the sound alone can have some help with it.
2: I, I agree, and and that that ties in, or I'm going to tie this in with what Jason was saying out there he says i feel like
0: yep i was uh, ready to the pull most, that
2: up most likely home evasion will be one uh, three to five attackers that's the most common in a vehicle magazine capacity uh in your weapon plays a critical role um first of all i i think we're talking about locations specific scenarios a lot of other things um yeah. I don't see it's usually one method around these parts that's doing stuff, trying to steal something or whatever, quite honestly. Um, but here's the thing I've seen a lot of video and, and home footage and security cam footage and everything else of like home invasions or whether it's a convenience store or whatever. And that first person gets shot. Oh, yeah. Those other three or four or five it's elbows and buttholes
3: code code brown so <laughs> at that point does capacity
2: matter like i i've never seen a video where it's the defender says boom right and a firefight mm-hmm. ensues i've never
3: yeah
2: i've never seen that i mean at least nothing comes to mind anyway because the overwhelming mm-hmm. majority of stuff i see it's like it's over they're out they're gone they're they're shagging butt right
0: So let me ask you this, because this is usually part of the discussion when it comes to home defense. Uh, Maybe not with the beginners, because they may not know or even know it's a thing. Um, But uh, amongst experienced people, this is always something that comes up. And even to a certain extent that Chris brought it up, uh, not specifically, but part of his reasoning for his selection was he said that he has neighbors, uh, may not be right there, zero lot line, but they're you know 10 yards away. Um, and we're talking about overpenetration uh, of these calibers and, and with neighbors or people outside. Um, I'm gonna start with TJ and say, for you, um, is that when you're when you pick your home defense weapon, is over penetration, which means, guys, if you're out there listening, you know what it means. We're talking about a, 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 a projectile penetrating through the walls of your house outside your house, whether it's into someone else's house in the front yard, people walking by. The projectile leaves the comforts of the inside of your house. So when we talk about that. That we're talking about. So TJ, in your in your thoughts, does penetration play a factor into what you choose or not?
3: I mean, I'm, it it does, but then you know, there's so many different kinds of ammunition. I mean, like I've got, you know, we've got block houses down here, and, and yeah. nothing's getting through that. But I, and, you know, uh, there's the RIP rounds. You know, they're not going to make it through, you know, two hmm. two rows of sheetrock and some insulation between. They'll they'll spread out before it gets there. So I mean, there, you know, there's all yeah. kinds of different things you can do. But you, you I mean, you got to think about it. You know, yeah. stick framed house, hey, hey, we're we're about, Yeah,
0: we're, we're talking about. But yeah, we we talk about over over penetration. You know, it all depends on where you live. I don't mm-hmm. have necessarily neighbors. Like my nearest is, like five hundred yards away. You know, I have neighbors. But, but like, but, I wouldn't but, be so,
3: scared. I wouldn't be scared with the nine millimeter because it, it, you know, it's loaded up with RIP rounds. So it's, yeah, you
0: know, there you go. Sorry, there you go.
3: house.
0: Yeah, uh, Chris. You're the one who kind of brought up the idea of having neighbors, maybe not too close, but close enough. Um, is overpenetration, is that a, a thing that you play into your mind when you start thinking about if you want to use a gun for home defense or does that just, you know, it is what it is.
1: Uh, yeah, I did. When we when we moved here, I think we we moved here in 2014. Now before where I lived, I had no neighbors. So uh yeah. it would have been a different scenario then. But yeah, I did. And <laughs> I mean, I even went as far to like see where my neighbors, you know, are the houses in my neighborhood are kind of the same. So I do know that so my is neighbor, your bedroom
0: close to your house or is it on the other side of the house? That type of thing.
1: Yeah. And and I yeah. know that like mm-hmm. I'm 90% if somebody came in the house, I'm going to be shooting towards one neighbor's house and her bedroom is like right on the other side of that, you know, the attached garage of my house. So that's kind of why, and not to say, I mean, the 45 could still go through all that. um, But it's a little less, you know, likely that it's going to. So that's why I chose. And, And the thing here in Ohio, I mean, we just have, Sheetrock, two by fours, and siding. You know, siding. All our houses yeah. are yeah. sided. So we don't have a lot there to stop anything.
0: Yeah. Now, Daniel says, What? No room to room over penetration. Well, here's the thing. And, and, and this is something that I don't bring up because typically anything that you shoot honestly, will probably penetrate bedroom walls. We're Mm -hmm. talking sheetrock and a little bit of insulation. Um, So, you're going to have to be aware. It's one of the four safety rules to begin with. You have to know what's behind your target. And if that's a loved one's bedroom or whatever, you need to understand who could be in that room or not be in that room or whatever. Uh, But let's be honest. Whether you're using birdshot and a 28-gauge or a 22 LR, or whatever, there's a good chance that something penetrates the sheetrock. Let's just be honest. Um, That's probably going to happen. When I talk about overpenetration, typically I'm more worried about outside. I can control and I can tell you who's in rooms. At any given time, I know where everyone in this house is going to be, so I know whether it's safe to shoot towards that room or not. What we're talking about is missing, and is there a window behind that person? Is it sheetrock, two by four, and siding? Is it brick behind that that target? These are things that you may have to. Once again, for me, it really doesn't. It's not an issue because I don't have neighbors. So I have no problem using AR9. Um, some people, you know, have zero lot line neighbors, like they're right there on top. Um, and once again, I, and, I, and you bring up a great point, Chris, you know, you kind of know that if, if most houses are designed in the same way, from where you are looking, you're, you're saying, okay, I'm going to be shooting out of one or two, three directions probably towards the living room and the front door where they are, uh, from the bedroom in case they get that far to where I am or whatever. And you know, okay, well, if I shoot that way, that house is right next to them. But I know that all the bedrooms are on the far side of the house. The living room is right there. Chances are at two or three in the morning. that's probably not. They're going to have someone at two or three in the morning. That if you're thinking about all of that, I love the fact that you brought that up. These are all things that if you're trying to go deep dive into this, that's something you need to know. To um, it is a lot to think about. But here's the thing. Uh, that's called being a responsible gun owner. and resp- You know, you're, you're trying to make sure that you're able to defend yourself and your family without causing harm to innocent bystanders. That's as bad as responsible as it gets. Yep. Uh, you want to do the maximal damage to the the threat in the least amount of damage to innocent people. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, Clover, I want to bring you in and talk about um, this. And I know the answer because I, I, I haven't been there, but I know where you live. I'm assuming that penetration is not a factor in your decision. <laughs>
2: No, when it, comes to, when it comes to neighbors i could use the 50 bmg and i you know right and i honestly wouldn't have to worry i mean that's once what it, i would once use it, once, once it, it
0: went through on a, on, a, on, a, on a tripod well it just ended that at the front door and just have yeah, it come yeah. on boy i mean once it,
2: once it went through literally every wall of my house the truck and the car right i'm yeah. sure a tree somewhere would stop it before it got you know to a neighbor i mean to the
0: road to the highway yeah
2: um You know, what I would say about the whole overpenetration thing, I think most people overthink it. Um, I think movies and TV play a huge role in people overthinking it. They think that you can shoot through six walls and get the bad guy. And it's like. Yeah, Yeah, it don't work like that. If you've ever done any law enforcement training and SWAT training and things like that where they're shooting through glass windows and and even windshields, right? You talked about going through a window earlier. The way things
0: change. Windshields change the trajectory of a projectile, unless you practice a lot with it. Well, a window will too, even
2: if you're hitting it dead on, a a flat at a 90 degree or whatever, Um, even a window will, let alone if you're shooting it from low or high or whatever. Um, so I would say, you know get out on the range, if you have the ability um, and build some fake walls and some other things and, and maybe put some targets in behind that and you know and see how things act and react, especially going into what TJ said with the, with the ammunition you're using. Yeah. But I do think people tend to tend to overthink it. and here's why. Um, rifle projectiles, small fast projectiles, right? they tend to Mm -hmm. deflect and all of this. And as they deflect ricochet, whatever you want to call it, they're going to lose. They're going to dump a lot of energy each time that they hit something, rub something, skip off of something.
0: Right. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, The same kind of works, even if they're not, even Mm -hmm. if they're not dumping enough energy to get expansion, when you talk about slow, heavy projectiles, let's say 45 AARP or something. Right. Um, Again, it's a slow, heavy projectile. So why? You're going to have more penetration, usually, with that kind of thing. Um, You've got a a faster dump of energy, right, if you're going through something solid, like a wall or, you know, um, know, drywall and and things like that. Um, So, I think just, I think pay more attention to that. Um, Obviously... I think tactics play a big role too. That's something that nobody has brought up. And I know, Ghost, I know you've talked before about about that. You probably fix them, too. But, you know, here's one thing that I would say is your tactics. Like if that you get that bump in the night, at what angles do you enter a room? Are you entering that room to check it at angles that are facing? In other words, where you're muzzle is pointing to one of your ch- child's bedrooms or is there another way that you can clear or you can check things where you're you're in between right you're in between mm-hmm. them and the and the threat right and so you don't have to worry about that at all right um the other thing is code word let's say something goes bump in the night have you know and mm-hmm. you do realize you can't get to that bedroom or whatever you do realize that there's a there's a credible threat in the in the house, yep. is there a code word that you could potentially yell or use, or maybe you, mm-hmm. your wife, your significant other, does that while you're clearing? Right? Um, Correct. That would wake the child up and tell the child something like, "Get under the bed, right? Get down low. Get between the bed well, and the wall. Get between." It, and certain
0: purposes. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Well, I'm just saying if if you're if you're able to get You know, everybody in your house, like if you're between them and the threat, right, that's, I think Mm. that's the biggest, the best place to be. And then you don't have to worry about Mm. that. Right. Absolutely. if, If you're not at least some type of thing to where potentially they can hear you, they know something's going on, you know, just like a fire where you get down and crawl. It's kind of the same thing. They get down on the floor. Then you're not going to have to worry about what if, if you do shoot through or maybe the intruder right maybe the intruder fires off rounds so that's a possibility yeah. right and if something sure. does go through a wall well what are the odds it's going through the wall at, at ankle level right angle, or are going to be at yeah. an, an angle down or something now there's always ricochet there was always those chances right but yeah. if you're down if you're down on the floor behind your bed right.
0: Or in a closet or something like that. On an
2: outside wall, you know what I mean? On an outside wall, in the floor, even if it goes down, in order to get you, it's going to have to try to go through the wall, and then the mattress, and then the... You know what I mean? And it's got a lot of things to potentially stop it at that angle. So, it's just... I think it's tactics. Thinking about some things like that.
0: So, obviously, that is going to be part of of a discussion because you know me very well. Um, But just for that part the 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 code word i call it a challenge word okay um so we call them is, is if we were on a patrol and one of our guys hears something you're gonna yell at let's just say thunder and you have a response word to that lightning that lets you know we're friendlies if you say thunder and someone else says thor well that's not the answer so we know that they're not friendlies. A challenge word could do multiple tasks. If, let's say, you yell out, you hear something in somebody walking around in your house at two o'clock in the morning, and you know that there are other people in that and living in that house that are in different rooms, it could be them getting a glass of milk or whatever. And you hear someone, and before you go out there and start spraying and praying, you yell out thunder. If it's your daughter or your son, they yell out lightning. Everything's safe, you know. Obviously, don't make it as generic as thunder and lightning. That's pretty stupid. But you should have your own thing that everyone knows. Now, what that challenge also does is if it is not your child or your loved one or your whoever it is that's in that house, even if that's a house guest, if you have a house guest and you have challenge words, make your house guest aware of those challenge words. I'm just saying, right? Let's say you've got someone in the house and you hear walking around, you go out and you yell thunder. Well, if you don't know the answer, you're probably not going to say something or you're going to try to make some weird shit up. Well, what that challenge of thunder does is it gives everybody else in the house, oh, shit, someone's here. I need to get to my closet or I need to get whatever the predetermined action for everyone is, is get to that place now because the next thing that's getting ready to happen is we're going to get ready to have some fun. Um, and everyone needs to, so yeah, I I just hear what you're saying, but I would, I would say challenge words are, are, are very important. If you get other people, what if, what if your, your daughter, it doesn't live with you, let's say, and it's two o'clock in the morning. And for some reason she decides to come home because she's tired or whatever. And it's your home is closer than her apartment or whatever. And she comes through the front door at two o'clock in the morning. You're not expecting them. you go out there spraying and praying, that could be a really bad thing. But if you have that challenge word, they should be able to answer that and you're good to go. Even if they forget what the challenge word is, and that's okay, it does happen. If you throw the challenge question out and they forget the response, they know i got about 10 seconds to get in the freaking closet because dad's coming out with with the hellfire. You know, it is what it is. But, yeah, I I would say that uh, a challenge system – and I would say more importantly, going into tactics. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll use my experience here. My wife um, does not like guns. She's never shot a gun. She does not want to shoot a gun. Uh, but when I leave, the first thing she asks for me now is a gun. Um and all she's got to do is point and shoot because if they're that close she should be able to hit them and even if she doesn't they're probably gonna leave she's got enough rounds and she'll hit them eventually let's just be honest um, that said, what I'm saying to you is is it is going into the room clearing in and the tactics TJ Chris Clover all of you guys can get him, jump in on just jump in on this but what I would say this is if you're going to clear a clear a house, Do it on a regular basis. I'm not saying every day, but once a month or once a quarter, every three months, you know, three, four times a year, you should be able to unload whatever gun you're using. Make sure it's safe. Make sure it's completely unloaded and make sure that like no one else is in the house with you. If you plan on being the only one to clear that room and then if your wife, if she's not going to help you wait till she goes to Walmart or whatever and it takes you five, 10 minutes at the most practice clearing your room work on your angles how am i going to do this how am i going to slice that pie do i use a handheld flashlight do i use a weapons mounted flashlight do i have the lights on the lights off all that stuff work all that shit out as many times you can so when you do wake up because here's the thing what people fail to realize is this chances are someone some crackhead or whatever is not going to break into your house with intent to injure Or any whatever at seven o'clock during freaking Seinfeld. They're not dumb enough to do that. They're going to do it from two to five in the morning, probably because that's the best chance they can sneak in and out and not get caught. Okay. That being said, is this it's usually going to be dark. So do you turn lights on at night? Do you keep lights on at night? I suggest you turn off every single light in the house that you can why you know how your house is laid out without if you can walk right now with your eyes closed from your bedroom and know where most of the chairs are the couches are you can maneuver around that house assuming the pu- kids haven't left toys on the floor or whatever but you should be able to walk around your house pretty safely with your eyes closed because you kind of know where all, they don't know where shit in your house is turn the lights off two what's gonna happen they're coming out of a car or whatever they've got their headlights on their car whatever their eyes are not a hundred percent ready for night vision okay you've been asleep you're you your eyes are accustomed to the dark at that point you're good to go here's the third thing you got to think about also okay when something like that goes down okay? you're going to be groggy. You're going to be waking up from, I'm assuming a pretty deep sleep or whatever. Understand that it might take you a few seconds. Okay. So what I suggest is practicing waking up and not just grabbing your gun, going out, give yourself 10 practice, whatever. Hey, my wife's not going to help. So before I do anything, I'm going to get her from that bed to that closet and say, here, the guns right here. If anyone besides me comes through that door, you load unload on them. But What that's given you is that giving you 10 or 15, 20 seconds to kind of collect your head while you're helping them get to the closet. Now you're ready to go. Now you're thinking straight, you're awake and all that. There's a lot of things that can, that people don't think about. Um,
3: I thought it was going to take the whole show was going to take a turn for the worse When you're talking about like challenge words, I was like, I got some safe words, but totally different reason.
0: Safe words are a whole, totally different,
3: different reason. I was like, um, where are we going with this? Glad you specified that.
0: That's why I call them challenge words. Safe words are a different one. Yeah, go ahead.
2: I like the idea of, of at entry points. Cause I mean, most commonly they're going to, they're going to come through an entry point.
0: You're going through a house um, or a door, a window yeah. or a door.
2: Usually, it's yeah. going to be a door, uh, right. but you know, because I mean, trying to come through a window depends on how high the windows are off the ground. There, there's a lot of noise, There's yeah. a lot of different things. Whether you know, whether or not that window's locked, they're going to have to break the glass. I mean, you can jimmy a door a lot easier usually than you can jimmy a window without the window breaking. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I can um, I the door lock, no problem. And, well, and that's other thing too is make sure you've got all other security measures in play too, right? Like, don't just have a screen door and that's it. There's and, things uh, that you're gonna have to, like, to do before on.
0: you get to that door. Yeah, just yeah.
2: um. But <laughs> here's the reason I kind of like I kind of like light, at least a lamp. You know, nothing huge. But you're right, mm-hmm. you've got porch lights. I like to leave that stuff on, right? Outside. We so have right.
0: Little, bitty, yeah. little bitty lights that plug into the wall that like they have like a three foot radius, but it's enough to help around corners. Well, I don't Makes want sense. it to help.
2: I don't want it. I don't I'm not I don't have that to help me. What I like is because you're right, you're talking about eyes being adjusted. So with them, if they're coming in and you know they've had car lights. You know, they're they're walking through the woods with a flashlight. They're walking through the backyard, whatever it might be. And they've got a flashlight. They get to the back porch. The porch light's on. First of all, I mean, that's a deterrent in and of itself. But let's say that don't stop them. And they jimmy sure. the door and they get in. and There's now there's a lamp in that room that's on,
0: right? They've gotten past the claymores. Well, they've gotten past the Constantino wire.
2: <laughs> well, here's the thing. They've had, they've had light this entire time. And they're in yeah. a position where they still have light i'm in the yeah. dark and yeah. i'm looking yep. into the light they're in the light looking into the dark there it's a
0: whole different ball game yep they're at absolutely a
2: disadvantage. Yeah. so unless i'm super loud they're not going to see me coming
0: no i'm talking about lights inside the house um like if you leave some people like leave uh, lights on pitch dark in our. Um, room. for no it's it's pitch bark, it's pitch dark in our bedroom but in the living room and all that, we have like they're like the little two by two square, like little yeah like yep. you plug yeah. in, and, and and they don't put a lot, but they're we enough. Run a lamp. They're we
2: run lamps. one single lamp.
0: There God. you go. There yeah. you go. Perfect. We got another. Uh, get your text. Hold on here.
2: Yeah, we're not talking about leaving all the lights in the room Oh, No. No. Go.
3: I mean, mm-hmm. we we we're, ours are dark. The only lights that we get inside are from like the front porch lights, shining in through the like the side on the front door. I just don't want to give them right. the
2: opportunity for their eyes. To like,
3: but close. I keep, you know, and the other thing, I mean, it's, you know, Trey was talking about, I keep lights on all the weapons that I use so I can yeah. see what I'm going to, you know, if I have to shoot something, you know?
0: Okay. So interesting. Um, yeah. I, I hear you. And we're getting ready to talk about lights. And it's funny because Mario just sent me a text um, about lights um he says to the panel please give us some reasons why we need a flashlight on a pistol i don't think you do need a flashlight on a pistol and why it's important that the light goes past the barrel of the pistol i don't think it has to go past the barrel of the pistol but uh, it is what it is i think everyone has their own opinions on that um i will say this uh for the longest time i i don't run lights on any of my handguns period I I I You're the only one I have a light. I on. have them but in I don't a I'm not defense, run.
2: in a home defense home situation,
0: I'm no, not going to run that. In a self yeah, I'm not going to run no. because in a varmint yeah.
2: situation in a in a woods situation we're not we're not, not talking yeah absolutely.
0: Yeah. sure. Yeah. I am not going to here's 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 why. So there is the argument that you have to have a flashlight. I I think you maybe you do need a flashlight. It doesn't have to be weapons-mounted, just saying. Um, Being able to identify and make sure that is a threat is incredibly important. But if it's weapons-mounted, unless you have a lot of experience, would you rather be pointing that muzzle? Because the only way that you're going to get that flashlight into someone directly is to point that muzzle at them. Now that's what people a lot of people say that's why well here's the thing about that you do not have to flash that flashlight directly right. at somebody to identify I promise you if it's pitch black in that room and you flash that muzzle and you've got that muzzle kind of at a at a at a high ready um and you' you keep it here even a low ready where you're pointing to the, the ground just, a little, just you a flash tap, that just light,
3: light just for a you, second
0: just a switch, tap. There, that's going to put off enough light reflecting off of the floor or the ceiling or walls. It's still going to put off enough light to identify. Yep. Okay. Now that said,
2: I'm not comfortable. If
0: with that.
2: To, huh? I said, yeah, before you, before you get to that, said, I said, I'm not even comfortable with that for multiple reasons, but go ahead.
0: I'm just saying, yeah. it, no, no, what I'm saying to you is people say, well, you have to, you have to be able to identify, Sure. And you do have to identify, but you don't have to point a flashlight directly okay. at somebody to identify. That said, if
2: you've trained with your flash enough flash to be able flashlight enough, directly that, at
0: someone, huh?
2: If you've trained with a flashlight enough to be able to do that, if your eyes are good enough to be able to do that, there's there's variables there though.
0: Okay, I understand what you're saying. I'm saying I'm not a fan of people saying that you can't. You can't do it. You can't run a light without identifying and all that. Well, identifying is very easy. I can point that light up at the ceiling or at the ground if I had to identify, and I'm still going to give enough light. I can sit there from behind the corner of a door. I haven't even really even poked out, and I can flash my light out into that room anywhere. Light up that whole damn room to identify. That said, um, the flashlight itself can be a weapon especially some of the lights that are coming out 1,200 lumens and all these 2,500-lumen flashlights, if you're 21 feet <laughs> from from someone and it's 2 o'clock deep. in the morning and, and you flash a, a 1,200, a 2,500-lumen flashlight in their blind. eyes, they're, they're doing blind. this. They're blind. They're yeah. worthless at that point. Okay? So flashlights have a huge advantage in a home defense for a lot of different reasons i don't think unless you have a lot of experience with a weapons mounted light and you've practiced a lot with weapons mounted light i don't think that the average person especially a beginner oh yeah should have a weapons mounted light that's just me uh what do you guys think about the flashlight game because this was to the panel uh so the questions are what are some of the reasons why we need a flashlight on a pistol i don't think you do um and why is it important that the light goes past the barrel of the pistol? I don't think it has to. Just saying. Um, yes, you want you want the full f- spread of the, of the beam, but I don't think it's it's an absolute deal breaker, uh, especially for handguns because most of the lights are on un- un- underneath. Yeah. So how much of that light that if it's shorter than the end of the barrel, how much of that beam that would be going up that's blocked off by the barrel? It'd be going to this line, ceiling. Line. How much of it is important? It's not as important as going this way and this line way. Come out it's, the end of the it's, it's not much.
2: It's, it's negligible. Yeah. The
3: yeah. throw yeah. on it. It, light, it lights your- up. It lights up pretty good. I mean,
2: it's, I could see everything in the room when I, if I just, just tap it yeah. for a second, I see yeah. everything. Especially on yeah. your higher and your higher lumen, your higher powered black yeah. lights, the throw that beam is <laughs> the reason it's high powered is the beam is narrow. Yeah, and so yeah. Up, on top of it yeah. being brighter, but it, that's, obviously if you narrow the beam, it's going to be brighter, and because it is... And we're
0: talking LED strong. lights. We're not talking about the same fluorescent light flashlights yeah. that we used when we were growing up. It's, These it's LED the things same, are bright as shit. <laughs> those, those were weapons, though.
2: It's the same thing, yeah. only in reverse of having a a tube on a shotgun that extends a foot past the yeah. barrel, and you've seen those, right, on... on Competition shotguns. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. The shot doesn't. Now, the gases will, will chip the paint on it and stuff. But as far as the shot, the shot doesn't hit it. It's the yeah. same thing yeah. in reverse. Flip that upside down, and the shot is the light beam, right? And then the tube is the, the handgun barrel. And it's it's the same principle. Like, it's not blocking that much. If
0: any, or you just go what Roy says. Roy says put a light on the bottom and the top rails. There no you blind go. spots. There you go. I'm giving, I'm giving <laughs> now Hanso. is he saying he Hanso said, hey, we're popping smoke and going you know infrared. We're going to go nod, nods with infrared or just lasers known. in general with a smoke. We're gonna, we're gonna, hey G2, hey flashbang,
3: Flashbangs, That's what I'm talking. Do
0: about. not use a flashbang in your own house. I promise you that doesn't work out well. Um, everyone in that house and and in that block of your neighborhood will hate you for that. Uh, but yeah, no. Eh, screw my um, yeah. I'm Chris TJ important. lights. You know what? What are your thoughts on lights? I
1: I do use a weapon mounted light. Um
0: but Did you have you have you always used a weapon mounted light for home defense, or is that something you kind of grew into? Uh, yeah,
1: I grew. Yeah, I definitely grew into it and. Um, I I actually took my son. We we actually went out with some law enforcement and did a night a night training, like using the lights because it is different. I mean, when you're yeah. when you're in pitch black and you're using that light, um, but it's it's just there. We go again. It's just something you got to train with. Um, yeah, it's, it's training. And
0: one hundred percent. Um, I yeah I I, did, I I saw I,
1: yeah. G's comment. You know. I, you know, you potentially are pointing
0: your weapon at, um, and, and he is right. But here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. Um, now you're, you, this is one of the things we talked about about early and I said, one of the reasons why I I was a, a handgun for home defense for a long time is you only really needed one hand to, to really work that handgun at least your other hand for a light or whatever. That is the biggest thing is, is if I can keep my handgun here and I can use that that other hand yeah. for a light, hey, pop, 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 just trying to look around corners before I enter that room. That gives me, once again, now I can, I've, I've practiced with it so I can, I, I know what I'm doing. Now with this, I do run a weapons-mounted light.
3: Yeah, you get the pressure pad.
0: I got the pressure pad and I, I can pop it real quick, real easy. Yeah. But once you again,
3: it, you still have to say, you're still pointing muzzle.
0: But here's the thing—not necessarily. No, could I, be be a wall. I, I mean down. I, 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 I practice I with it. Absolutely, I yeah. practice with it. I know exactly yeah. how to manipulate this weapon system um, as much as I can. So, uh, so it's 100%. one of the things for yeah. And you.
1: Plus, you got both. I mean, you got both hands on the gun. You're you've got your proper Absolutely. grip. your proper stability. Because I mean. It, and I do agree with you. I mean, you you know, using a flashlight in one hand and a handgun in another, but there you go again. It's like yeah, I see it all the time in matches like a guy can shoot great when he's got both hands on his handgun, but then he goes to that strong hand only and he can't hit the target cuz
0: yeah. He's never practiced with one. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. No, I get it. Even if it's strong headed, much less if he has for some reason now has to go weak hand. Yeah, one handed. You know, how many people honestly, how many people honestly out there don't bullshit the bullshitter? How many honestly, and I'm not saying I have before, how many people honestly, regularly, on every range trip they go to put at least a couple, three, four, five rounds, all uh, weak handed one-handed, just in case. Okay. How many people have actually tried to manipulate that slide with your weak hand only, with yes. your belt buckle or whatever? You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of people don't do that. Um, and so, yeah, th- that's one of those things where you have to practice those certain things. Those are skills that you don't get by watching John Wick let's be honest just feel like wrong
3: shooting wrong-handed
0: or who was that clover or who was that someone was talking oh, i was just agreeing oh okay i i heard i heard a voice in my head i didn't know if it was real yeah, or not. i was
2: just agreeing i mean i've shot i've the shot overlord. you know strong hand, weak hand, one hand and it's it's mm-hmm. competition is for me i mean because sure. that's a part of it so you know i'm i'm accustomed to it so you know yeah i do it playing around and you know uh, not just training or practicing or whatever for self-defense, mm-hmm. but just for fun. I do it. Yeah. Uh, level of difficulty thing. And yeah.
3: I, I like to, it. I like to, I like to shoot normal, shoot lefty and then gangster. I like to do it all. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be able to shoot sure. sideways. Well, point shoot,
2: you know, well, you do a lot of different things that, you know, point shoot can be fun. How, and,
0: how many of us right now in this room? I think I, I'd probably see that all of us in this room, all four of us have enough practice enough experience if chances are, if we're inside that seven yard, that 21 feet, much definitely for well inside that, we've got enough experience and enough, enough muscle memory. We're not necessarily worried about sights at that point. Nope. It's going to be point and shoot. And I know yeah. I can hit a silhouette point and shoot
2: oh, yeah. at
0: seven yeah. yards. Oh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're I'm not really worried yeah. about
3: shots with the 454, but yeah.
0: yeah. Especially if you got a shotgun, you just point and shoot but no i mean you know it's just one of those things um
2: so we we've covered lights um um uh,
1: yeah, b- yeah before we
2: move to just i'm not i'm not rushing anything but before we move, um
0: yeah.
2: off of light or when we move off of lights i do want to bring something mm-hmm. up
0: uh yeah we're, we're getting ready to move off of lights so if you go ahead and bring it up
2: then oh i don't know where we're moving to But from light,
0: Uh, I'm going to move to um, how do I put this noise control or um, percussion in the house, that type of thing
2: Um, where I was going to go. And it may be on your deal was slings. that something that you had on the agenda to bring up.
0: If if you're going to run an AR AR any kind of any, something that is going to longer fire like a long, into, firearms, any, yeah. a long yeah. gun or something that you should be outside of a handgun that you right. should you probably need to use two hands um I suggest a sling absolutely 100%. Including a shotgun. Yeah. Uh, if you got a shotgun yeah, 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 I mean because not to shoot it you're not actually going to use the the sling as a stabilizer sure. like you can use it you but you, it it's a drop it yeah, you're secure, or you. Hey, I've got to pick someone up, and I, I don't have to put my my shotgun down, my rifle or you, down, or whatever you, it may be, or you, you, you have to go surprised. fist the toughs, whatever yeah, you get it is. You, know? you turn
2: a corner, you get surprised. I mean, you're too close. I mean, at that point, you know, and yeah. you get into a tussle over the shotgun. Well, while they're trying to take the shotgun away, which they're not going to do because there's a sling around you, you know, you right. commence to punching them you in the face. Your hands. That's what you got to do. You know, Little Stabby stab. Yeah. Yeah, or stabby stab, exactly, hundred percent. Yeah,
0: kick to the a kick to the groin. Who Dang, grabs a knife, knife in, no, in their self defense? There ain't situation. no rules in a in, in a home defense fight. But who There's grabs? No a, but yeah,
2: who grabs a knife in a home defense situation?
0: Well, that, was, that one right. was one of the things so that was going to be one of the things that I just brought. I was getting ready to bring up, not necessarily about the noise, but um, okay. So let's just go ahead and do this one. Is there anything outside of the, the firearm? Is it eye protection? Is it hearing protection? Is it a kit? No. A battle belt? Is there anything that you you have ready to go, like on the nightstand or whatever, that you're going to pick up besides that fire? Is there, like, is there anything else that you're going to use? Gun, and, and we're talking about... Uh, what's that?
3: The gun and the knife. That's it.
0: There you go. So you are. You do. You do. You have a knife, not yeah, just a gun. The so you one you sent me. Yeah. There you favorite. go.
2: Because it's got the little the little ring. For you me, can just... for me, knife right. no. For me, knife no. But um, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna have I an ear pro handy. Uh, I'm not gonna say like on the nightstand, but handy for more for again, the bumping a night varmint type situation, uh, that's not near as critical, dire, and, and quick. You know what I mean? So yeah. I do have time to protect my, my eyes and ears in that scenario. I may not have just a ton of time, but, you know, if it's handy, if it's on a, you know what I'm saying, on a shelf right there as I'm headed out the door or something, you know, it's pretty easy to, to grab and throw that stuff on and, and be done. Um, yeah. But yeah, in a, in a, you know, the front door has crashed in. Yeah, it's like screw that. Well, I don't got time for that mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just get get
3: a little tinnitus going on, be fine.
0: Um Mario in the text. And I get what he's saying. He said the main reason I like a light past the barrel is just in case I have to shoot someone point blank pressed up against their body. That way, the slide goes does not go out of battery. I get that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That is going to be something that I'm not going to worry about. And here's why. Okay. I don't plan on ever shooting someone with a gun up against them. Not going to do that. Um, There's enough... I, I get what he's saying. If you are, yes. then yeah, that is a legitimate. That is planning a legitimate. All
3: scenarios.
0: You're playing for all scenarios. That said, if someone's right there up against me, unless he's got me in a freaking bear hug, and even if he's got me a bear hug, I've got enough. I, I know enough things in, in my life. Um, how do I put this? I have enough skills to at least break away enough to have a little bit of gap. Even if it's only that far, that's enough gap. Well, you okay? don't even
2: have to break away. You just have to pull
0: your hand you back. Just to do that's that. right. If you're yeah. here, I'm not going to do this because even if I am like in a bear hug, if I do that, I'm good.
2: You don't even got to go okay. that far. You're talking about I'm literally a that. twist of the wrist is enough to keep it right. in battery.
0: So um, I don't worry about a scenario like that. Um, now. I understand what and I'm not saying. Mario's wrong. Yeah, I totally, no, I totally get it. That. That's it's valid. I that just doesn't come into my thought process. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, it's, it's valid,
2: right. and I never thought about. It. And honestly, until he texted you and explained that, I never really even thought about the whole battery
0: issue. I didn't up. either because I'm never. Yeah, I, I didn't right. either. I was like, well, that, makes that makes sense. I want to bring yeah. it up, but I will. I don't. I'm not going to worry about it. But yeah,
2: yeah, I freaked out. You know, the one of the things that was really weird, and it's along those lines. You know, um, you know one of the handguns I really, really enjoy, uh, and I hate it to an extent nowadays. But it's my XD9, and I've got one of the yeah. very first ones that came out. And what always bugged me about it is the guide rod stuck out from the front, and it looks stupid.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. and I'm like. Yeah.
2: I'm like, why is it that way? Why is it, is it messed up? Is it broke? Is it, why is the guide rod like hanging out the front like an eighth of an inch or whatever it is? Not much. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's to keep it in battery if it's up against mm-hmm. something Bush. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. Yep. And so that was my first kind of foray in understanding the whole, you know, being in battery in those situations. Well, the fact that Springfield
0: thought of something thought like that, something. that is kind of cool kind of a cool thing that they thought about yes, that you it know
3: looks ugly i'd rather yeah they'll just go to work I, how can you make this thing more high pointy or uglier right There's i'd rather things. i'd rather just, it just it my...
0: you're not going to carry that thing you're not going to take that thing out in the public it's going to be a home defense gun no one even the intruder's not going gonna he's going to be black in your house so yep. just saying right it's going to be dark in there so no one's going to see that guy he's going to run because <laughs> he
3: don't want to get he don't want to get shot by that thing would right. you get hit by oh springfield
0: Sorry. So the yeah. so the next thing we're gonna we're gonna move real quickly. I don't want to I don't want to go. Is we've been going for two hours. Great conversation. I'm having fun. Flies. It flies. But this is a great conversation. But I don't want to send this go on for three hours. So this will be the last we talk about tonight. We'll 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 probably continue this on at or some two. point. Or two. Um, we talk about calibers real quick because we all talked about. Uh, different calibers that we're running. A lot of it's, you know, pistol, pistol calibers. Whether you're using a handgun or an AR or whatever, um, and then obviously the shotguns. Um, and We talked a little bit about, about, about penetration, all of that. There are a couple calibers that have historically been said not to use in a home defense situation. One of them is .22 LR. Um. I am a huge proponent not that I do use them but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be above using 22 LR because of one of the things we were talking about we're not going to be grabbing ear protection before we go hunt. No one in our family is going to be in 380 by the way is the other one yes Mario. Um both of which are I think are stupid to say that you can't use those in home defense. Um but no one's going to be using ear protection in your household, and you start going off with shotguns. I don't care if it's a 28 gauge bird shot, it's going to go loud. You start using an AR of any kind, it's going to be loud because most people aren't going to run suppressed. Let's just be honest. A handgun's going to be loud, okay? But 22 LR is not going to hurt as bad but is it a caliber that you guys would trust in a home? I know I've got a video on it, so I know where I stand. I'm pretty sure I know where Clover stands. I want to start with Chris and say, do you personally, would you trust 22LR in a home defense situation?
1: I, I mean, it comes down to it's better than nothing i mean there, okay. there's okay. people sure. that's all they got um i don't i don't think i would personally like put it on my bedside to yeah to have it there to use for that but i would use it for that if that was all i had
0: yeah yeah uh tj
1: 22
3: uh, i don't think i would okay i just i don't i don't i mean Why? i want to like
0: for the person out there that doesn't yeah, doesn't know no. much about what we're talking I about, mean, it's, it's, it's going to do, do its job do it. eventually.
3: I, you know, I don't think it's going to you know do what you want. It's not going to lay somebody out where they feel they feel a you know a couple boom boom little hollow point RIP rounds ripping them up, and they're going to be like you know twenty two is going to zip zip zip, and they'll you know there's a chance they keep coming at you. I mean, you've seen guys with nine millimeter take five or six shots, and they're still running. You're like, like how those guys going?
0: No, I get it. Yeah. Um that, that's called adrenaline. That's called um oh, crystal man. meth. Crack. That's called meth. crack. You know, there's, <laughs> know. there's a lot of factors. Well, uh you ask this. I mean, have you ever have you ever volunteered to stand in front of a twenty two LR? Would you? No. Would you? Of
2: course. I'm not no. standing in front of an airsoft. What are you talking about? No, I get like, it.
0: What I'm talking, what I'm talking about is, is a lot of people will sit there and say, and I'm not saying you did, but a lot of the argument that the 22 is not good is, is it won't put you down. Then go go even, stand I mean, it will I'm eventually. Have you stand I want to have you. I'm gonna have you sign a waiver. Not talking to you, TJ, but have should John be, Smith signed a down. waiver and stand at 21 feet and let me unload a couple 22 LR's at you. Because here's the thing. This is where the biggest misconception is. Now, depending upon your state, you might have the right to And where I live, you do have the right. someone enters your property, it's free game.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Do what you got to do to that person. Um, Some people necessarily are not to the point to where it is what it is. Um, So I'll say this. Poor bastards. The idea of home defense is to end that threat. Now, ending the threat means something different to different people. For some people, ending the threat means until they stop breathing. Some people think that end the threat means until they leave your house and have left and no longer a threat. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, I promise you, if if you shoot someone a couple times with twenty two lr they're gonna you're probably going to end the threat. They'll leave. And effectively, you've ended that threat. Ending that threat does not necessarily mean taking a life. So if you're worried about ending a threat, yeah, 22LR I, I think is very much a factor, and it will kill you, especially if you can get nine or ten off, in uh, oh, yeah. you know, quickly. Nine or ten holes does a job for you. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. it's, good. it's, it's like you
3: know, it's it's yeah, it's still like anything. Else. You know, you don't. Every situation is different. So, you know, if the guy if the guy busts down the door and starts running down the hallway at you, you yeah. know, you would like, boom, yes, I got to stop him now. I still think me and my kids room
2: I think, still think if you go with 10 rounds and let's just go with real you know, standard see ci many mags and target ammo stuff okay. right sure. 10 sure. rounds because you're talking Ruger buckmark you're talking lots of things so we're not even talking the higher capacity Fancier stuff, right? We're not even talking um,
0: AR in twenty-two. Which nah, would,
2: let's just go with nah. a, you know, a high standard, or again, or a buck marker, a Ruger marker, sure. you know, something like that. Ten rounds, sure. you're going to be able to put them, especially shorter range. You're going to be able to put them quickly in target with nearly zero mm-hmm. muzzle flip, recoil, all in a fairly tight group. And you get ten rounds. I don't care if they're running down a hall or not. You can get ten rounds off into them in that time frame, and by the time they get to you, you throw the gun on the ground, and and there's going to be so much taken out of them at that point. I mean, you're talking about you've just poked holes in them. You might have to wrestle with them for a minute, you know?
0: Well, um, you know what? So, you can take that handgun and start beating them with them if they get that close to you. Or you've honestly. got
2: your knife. TJ said, he, TJ said he had his knife at that point. I mean, yep. you know, whatever. Um, Baseball, bat, whatever it take is. take a lot yeah. out of them. What, the, the twenty-two can do it. Oh yeah. The the issue that I've got with um with the 10 E twenty two, what what why it's not a, a decision that I'm gonna make. Yeah. Um at least not a primary decision, right? Now I've got a secondary decision. Mm-hmm. I've carried some twenty two stuff, you know, before. I'm not gonna say I haven't, but that's been a secondary decision. Right, It was yeah. a specific circumstance or whatever the case may be.
0: And Absolutely. for some
2: people, maybe that's all they have. That's all they can afford. That's, they, they,
0: that's what I'm talking about. Right? So the people there that have a 20 yeah. in their closet, that's it's the only like, thing. And someone's yeah. told them that ain't going to work in a home BS. defense. That's bullshit. It will BS. work in a home yeah. defense. Yeah. It's was, that's my it's own thing. Yeah. It's definitely not the most the one well, you want the most. Here's, but here's if you've got thing. a 1022 and you've got that handy, it's going to work. <laughs> no, let's let's back up
2: because here's what I was going to say. And, and okay. you know, Chris had made this point. It's better than nothing. You say it's yeah. going to work. I agree. It's better than nothing if it works and that's my problem with 22 is the ignition of the primer and all of that is super
0: not the most reliable finicky
2: yeah. when it comes to fire. so this especially if you're talking semi-auto if it's a revolver and you can just keep pulling the trigger cool right no. you're going to get one of let's say you have a smith and wesson 617 10 rounds right you keep pulling the trigger you know odds are nine of those tens probably going to go off, you know, unless you've yeah. got a, a problem with the revolver itself, right? You're not going to get 10 rounds yeah. that don't fire, right? Um, but if you've got a semi-auto and you pull the trigger and it goes click because of a primer, you're mm-hmm. screwed, buddy. Then you're having to rack a slide. You're having to do some other things. So the, that's the drawback to 22. That that most people overlook. They go, oh, 22 is not you know powerful enough, and they talk about all this crap. You need to be talking about the reliability, and that's where I yeah. always go. It's like, look, if that's all you got, and yeah. that's great. Just understand, please understand the reliability factor, and practice yeah. and be prepared for that. That way, if that situation comes up and you pull the trigger and it doesn't go bang you know what to do, whether it's continue to pull the trigger or rack the slide or whatever, you know what you need to do. And then the other part of that is don't buy the, you know, 1900 round bucket of bullets for your 22 home defense. Like I get it that that's all you've got, or that's all you can afford. You're going to use it for home defense. Buy
0: buy some good ammo for home defense.
2: CCI, like I said, mini mags are, are pretty darn reasonable for a hundred rounds. If nothing else, you know, And and you probably could find somebody if you were that hard up, if you were that poor, that would give you a box. I would if I knew somebody. Yeah, all they had was a twenty-two, and all they could afford was the cheapest crap they could possibly buy. I would be like, here's a box of CCI mini mags. Load Don't this go up. to the
0: range and play with this. Don't yeah. play with this. I got load some hollow
2: Yeah, load this up. Yeah, CCI and CCI mini mag comes in hollow points, right? Yep here take this do not shoot this at the range yep. keep shooting your cheap stuff to practice but load yep. this stuff up you know at for night. your home defense yep. right
0: now js yeah. says most people cry over a needle a bee sting and splinters A 22 hole nobody wants no. yeah and that was my whole point no. is is i'm not saying that it is the um it's the greatest idea it's not definitely not the one that i would choose but don't let anyone ever tell you that 22 can't do the job. It can do the job. Uh, and I think that what Clover said is right. I would be more worried about it cycling reliably than it hurting and ending that threat. It going it's going to end the threat.
2: Yeah. If it yeah. goes bang
0: um, and it hits the target, if it goes it's bang. Gonna it's, gonna it's, gonna, it's going to end that threat eventually. Yes. Yeah. Um, great. Yeah, I That was you. a
1: great point about the reliability
0: yeah and, and the other one was 380 and i don't know why people I don't know the hate at all what about 380 i don't 380 get it my don't
2: let
3: jeff tell
0: you but I like
2: i've shot a ton of 380 in the past i don't get i don't get the 380 i don't understand i don't
0: it. get it either I, I i don't understand it but uh yeah if if you're out there and you've got a 380 or a 22 and people have told you that you need to go get something else. I would suggest that you might go get something else, but don't ever be let you be told that you need to because they won't do yeah. the job. Once I'm again, I'm
2: not going to tell anybody. Ask that
0: person who's told you that say, "Have you ever been shot by one?" If the answer is no, then tell them to shut the hell up. If they haven't, and say, "Would you be willing to sh- me shoot you right now with a 380 or a 22?" If the answer is no. Here's your answer. <laughs>
2: well, I would tell the only advice that I would give as far as going out and get, getting something else would be if they had rimfire. If you if you then jump up to center fire, 25 ACP, 32 ACP, 380 32.
0: <clears throat> mm-hmm. 30 yep. whatever. Yep. Center
2: fire go for it. Freaking yeah. go for it. Yeah. Because the only hang up Absolutely. I've got with twenty-two is rimfire. fire. It's the only hang up is rimfire Fire and the potential reliability. You go to center fire, at that point I don't care because you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna punch holes and it's gonna be reliable.
0: Fucking G. You can always rely on G for bringing this shit up.
3: Isn't that the Lord's <laughs> caliber? Nine millimeter.
0: It is the Lord's <laughs> caliber for sure.
1: No, Man. and if you think about it too, if you watch if you watched a hundred security cam videos where people got shot 90% mm-hmm. of the time, if they get, when they get hit with that first round, they get hit, if it's not le, if it's not a lethal hit, they yep. go right back to the spot. They came in. They're getting out of there as fast they're
0: as gone. They they're out. Absolutely. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> I've said this before. There are some stupid criminals out there. If you get caught, you're a stupid criminal. Let's just be oh, honest. Stupid, yeah. uh, here's the thing. Not everyone is a stupid criminal. Some, I'm not saying I agree with what they're doing. There are some. I'll put it to you this way. If I was on the street and something happened to me and my family, and the only way I could survive to feed my wife and daughter is to go steal something from somebody, I wouldn't fucking think twice about it. Oh, yeah. I got no problem doing that. So understand that the vast majority of these people are just trying to get something quick in and out and go sell it for drugs or food or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and
2: that's why having hurt you, problems.
0: they don't want to get hurt by you. They they probably don't have a weapon in their hand. And, 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 and I talk about this all the time. If they do have a gun, 90% of the time, it's either unloaded or it's like a BB gun or airsoft or something or airsoft. They're not bringing over, a weapon and over, and over. to actually do harm to you. Yeah, Remember this. Well, that's a whole um, different
2: charge, too. Remember, a, a loaded different... firearm and an unloaded firearm is, is a totally different charge.
0: Yeah. So, I'm just, I'm criminals just, yeah. understand
2: that. They, they understand that.
0: They do. They do. Um, the whole point behind that is, is saying it's this, this. Someone breaks into your home. Before you go guns a blazing. Think your sole purpose is to end that threat. That does not mean having to use your weapons. Well, sometimes it's like, Hey, I've got a gun. I'm going to give you three seconds to get the hell out of here. And then I go, and then you go to guns or whatever. Chances are, if they know that someone is awake they're going to leave before you even say right. anything to them Like, oh, shit, we're out of here. Someone's home. Someone's home. And Whatever.
3: You still yeah. look in. You still get into yeah. that credible threat. Credible threat. I'm 6'3",
0: In my state, yeah. as soon as they step foot in my house, they're free game to me. But now not everyone's like that. So the second I'm sure the reason why I was too. saying that is this. Please know your state and your local laws on do you have a stand your ground do you have a duty to retreat what exactly are the laws in your state and your county and your city your town when it comes to a home invasion because you may not have the same liberties that i do here in arkansas yeah
2: well and and it gets into anytime we talk about self-defense your number Mm -hmm. one weapon is your brain yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. It's situational awareness before it ever gets to that point. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're going traveling through the bad part of town when you don't have to, or you're traveling or you stop at the shadiest looking gas station there is yep. instead of going down a few blocks to a well lit one. It's just making good decisions, right? Mm-hmm. And part of that, when we're talking about because we're talking about home defense tonight, is those deterrents. Most criminals are looking for an easy target right they're looking for an easy target yeah. if you've got a dog that's going to bark when any kind of you know noise goes on they don't have to be an attack dog just a, a dog that barks right that's a deterrent if you have porch lights on if you have you know mm-hmm. uh, visible you know security cameras on the outside of your house if you know if the yard is well lit if you live in a a, fair, a nicer you know more secure neighborhood if, you know there's a lot of things that can that can go into deterrence that you never have a problem. Now, that being said, I I get the idea that there are people that live in apartment complexes because that's their situation and that's where they have to live and they have to deal with all kinds of stuff where they don't have the option of a lot of those mechanisms of deterrence, right? I get that. And so everybody's got to kind of figure that out according to their situation. But the best way to handle any type of self-defense threat is to not be in the situation where you have to defend yourself. Yeah, yeah, the best fights the one you don't have to fight
0: 100%. Um, TJ, Jeff, Clover talked about a lot of stuff tonight. Great conversation! Thank you so much for you guys doing this. Um, when it comes to the conversation, not about what you guys are doing and channels and all that right now. Anything that you guys want to touch on that we discussed earlier that you might not have, and I might have not let you give in your full uh, time to discuss something, anything else you guys want to touch on, bring up, close up, do it now. I have no problem with you guys taking the time to do that.
3: There you go. We're good.
0: All right. (laughs) So what I'm going to do is is do this. Uh, uh, I'm (laughs) going to let uh, Chris... Uh, since he's the newbie do the show and all of that. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on was a great conversation. Um assert yourself a little bit more. It's okay on my channel. It's okay. Um, it's birthday. <laughs>
2: especially <Yeehaw>!
0: on birth. <laughs> <Yeehaw>! um, <laughs> <laughs> take a few minutes, he Chris. He gave his say, ice
2: cream away.
0: I he know that's that's eyes. blasphemy. Who Last ice cream away!
2: Come on, man! Mm-mm-mm. Come
1: on, yeah, man! That 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 boy was eyeing that ice cream. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell him get his own damn ice cream.
1: Yeah, I
3: wouldn't care. It. i been too bad. <laughs> what, you sit here, watch me eat it. That's <laughs> all right.
2: You, <laughs> you I am you the bring whole him, time. You bring if you bring him next year, it'll be his birthday.
0: True that. Yeah, True yeah, that. We, we should do that. Yeah. Um. Chris, awesome. take, take a few minutes. Tell people who you are. Uh, tell them where they can find you on the social medias. Any projects and things that you've got going, uh, coming up, and all that. Go ahead and and, and self promote to your best ability.
1: All right, thank you, thank you for having me on. This was this was awesome. Absolutely, anytime. Awesome man anytime. had a great time. Um, uh, Chris from the Seven Four O on YouTube and Instagram. Um, tomorrow night, uh, nine Eastern, we're gonna be doing a live chat, kind of the Wanna Maker wrap up show. Um, hopefully I Ghosty had an invite, Clover's got an invite Um uh, I'll be there Head bro. on over, we're going to discuss Watermaker for a couple hours So uh,
0: That's why I didn't go too much into it Because I knew that, that was going to be a show Dedicated to it tomorrow night So definitely go and check that out tomorrow night I, uh, I'll be there, I'm sure Clover will be there And you'll have a bunch of people that were there this weekend Anyways, go ahead, I'm sorry
1: Nope. That, that was, that's what I wanted to promote. Um, we're going to have, uh, I got Buck. I invited him on, uh, Jason will be on G 23. will be there. So it'll be a good time. I'm looking forward to it.
0: It'll, it'll be a good time. Yeah, for sure. And I would, I would love, um, yeah. And by the way, thanks for ruining in that you're on Instagram. Appreciate that. Yep. Yep. Appreciate you. For those of you who don't know, guys, uh, my Instagram and Facebook got deleted over the weekend, so um, yeah, there's that. We'll talk about that in a second. TJ, uh, what you got going at Gearport? Uh, anything coming up that we need to be aware of? Oh,
3: oh probably the, some emerald. I'm trying to get some Meprolite stuff out. We had the, you know the old hurricane slowed things down, and then suppressed. Yes, yeah. a little bit. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, not much. I'm still. I'm gonna you know taking pictures and stuff. We got our Thursday night show. Nine o'clock Eastern. I'll be there. So it's all that matters. Will really? you?
0: Will you be will on be. time?
3: I don't know when kickball is, but I'll, I'll be there eventually. I should, if, if it's a late game, I should be prime too.
0: Oh, you're primed usually anyways. Because even if it's an early game, you usually pick up with another team for a later game. So like, you're you usually. I'm
3: like, yeah, I'll play another game. I'm not scared.
0: I have to bring it, Instead of bringing a six
3: pack, I have to bring a 12 pack now. In case I, in case I get another game,
0: it is what it is.
3: I know, it's rough yeah.
0: life for me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Clove. What you if you were to do any content? But, you don't. But if you uh, were going to do anything man. in the in the media world, what would some of that be?
2: Okay, so first of all. And don't freak out, but I'm going to drop a link in the chat. And just so you know, because I have the power of Grayskull here, it's going to show up like Ghost is uh, putting that in the chat. But I'm going to put this in the chat because we have the Ghost and Clover stickers out there. Oh,
0: I was going to put that link out there. Oh, yeah. And, go ahead. Uh,
2: yeah, sure. it's out there now. So, uh, yeah, CloverTech.com slash shot 2023, in case you're in audio or whatever. Um mm-hmm. And for every one of those stickers, which we did sign and number those and got them all ready to go, uh,
0: all 200 this
2: weekend in Tulsa. Yeah, I'm waiting.
0: That was the biggest douchebag thing I ever felt like I've ever done in my life. I'm not going to lie. It was was so weird to sit there and sign my name 200 times. I was like, this is like so weird.
2: Well, we know you're famous. They're limited, so that's one way to make them limited is assign them well, a number. Might yeah, go on eBay right afterwards. But uh, they're limited to two hundred. Uh, for, <laughs> for every sticker, for every sticker you pick up, uh, you get an entry into a sixteen hundred dollar plus prize package. Plus. Yeah, plus yeah. prize package. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, from uh, what is that the MC twenty eight handgun to ammo, range bag, trauma gear. Uh, Eye and Ear Pro cleaning Just all kinds of stuff In that package uh, It is winner take all uh, For every five you pick up you get uh, An additional entry so for every five you get That sixth entry for free there has Been a few people take advantage of that Which will certainly pay off TJ is one of them yep And um so yeah, I don't know how many we've uh, got left, but there there's enough left that you can get crazy. So, with it, so get over there, clovertac.com/slash/shot2023. Get those. Uh, hopefully, we can uh, get those sold out and and uh, yeah. pick a winner, pick a wiener.
0: And, and, um, you're, uh, and on that cha- on that website, not only can you go ahead and 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 pay for those stickers, on that website gives you a list of everything it's in the price pack so you can go and look at everything and, and all yeah, of that. Definitely
2: go, pretty, yeah, pretty definitely awesome. go definitely go check that out. Yeah, it has a it has a list of that. And also let me thank know. Thank you
0: to all the companies that we have that we uh, Clover and I have partnered with with this yeah. uh 16 plus uh around 15 or 16 or 17 different items. Um yeah, so thank together. you to all those companies that that jumped in and all of that. It was yeah. uh very very nice of them to do that. I'm sorry, and by the way,
2: no, I was just gonna say we had some people like TJ up there who had some issues with trying to to go through the payment method. Yeah. Just let me know. Yeah. There's there's lots of ways we can facilitate that and make it and make it happen. So if you have trouble, just let me know. I mean we can we can get that sorted out. That's not a problem. Uh yeah, now on with me. What do I got going? So I dropped a video mm-hmm. earlier before we went live here. Go check that one out on some cool uh antique ammo, a cartridge that um uh, every time at, at, at the Wanamaker show, you guys should know this by now. But uh I've got a, a buddy that uh I had known before he the first time I was at Monomaker, I was like, Hey, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm always here. And he's an antique ammunition collector, and so uh he always gets some cool stuff for us to look at and talk about. And so I always do a video with him every single time. And so we got a yeah. really cool cartridge. I won't give anything away. Go check that video out. Uh, And we've got some more videos coming from uh, the show, too, (laughs) on top of the uh, reels and the shorts and the other things that that released this weekend. Um, And then um, the podcast season ended last week with uh, MTM Case Guard, which is a pretty awesome conversation. That company's been around for a very long time, had a conversation with those two gentlemen, and man, the just... uh, the ties they got with the, with the industry and the community and just everything else. It was a pretty awesome conversation. So definitely go check that out. Uh, and it's a good time to catch up on all of the, uh, uh, what was there? 18, I think podcasts in this season. So uh, catch up. Cause there won't be another season until probably after, uh, after shot show. So, yeah. Uh,
0: G23 says, who has the video of Chris on the bull? I want Gary? to say it was Gary and maybe Buck had one as well. Yeah, Buck got one uh, tactical FUD. So um I think those are the two that have it on there and all of that. Um, as far as as me, um had a great week weekend with seeing all the guys. Uh, had a great time at the show. Was not the greatest weekend for um all the stuff that we do. Um, our Facebook, like I said, Facebook, ironically, it wasn't our ghost tactical Facebook that got taken down. It was my personal profile that got taken down, uh, which doesn't make any sense to me because I don't do anything crazy on that one. That's, that's for my personal life. Um, but effectively, that took down my ghost tactical until unless I find a way Which I have not been able to find one yet, and I've spent many, many hours on this because I can't log in to my old personal profile, which was the only admin for my Ghost Tactical page. So right now, that Ghost Tactical page is sitting out there in limbo. Can't do shit with it. It is what it is. Uh, But Instagram, all nine to ten thousand followers, or bye bye. Um, the interesting thing is, is both. Uh, Instagram, I never did get a reason why, even after I challenged it. Facebook, I did get a reply from Facebook, and they said that they have reviewed and and determined that I am ineligible for Facebook. And due to security reasons, they cannot give me a reason why. And this decision is final. There is no recourse for it. it Well, interesting. That said, on the community tab, I did start up a new um, Instagram. It's called Ghost Tactical 2.0 um and i put the link over my community tab uh you don't have to but uh like i said the the worst thing is is i worked hard on that instagram and um i just lost ten thousand gone like that like poof out of here um but if you're on instagram and you and you want to see anything that we do um go ahead and and give us a follow over on instagram it's uh ghost tactical 2.0 and um, you'll see the new logo design for 2023 is is what i use for the avatar um that will be um you'll see something a little bit different coming in 2023 as far as the logo um but anyways yeah so yeah interesting thing um thanks to everyone that's already kind of followed us over there um i i, I still don't have any answers and i don't suspect i will I, I really don't care um, about anything except the fact that it's. I just wish they'd give me a reason. Like people that know me know that I, I try to play the game as much as I can, knowing that I, I don't get political on my stuff. Typically, I, I I like to have fun. I mean, hell, my thing says that I'm a competitive crayon eater, a seventh degree white belt, and a tier nine operator. I'm not there to be all serious. It's I love Instagram because you can have fun with pictures. I just wish they'd tell me why, um, but it is what it is. Yeah, I'm still um, working on
2: it. I'm still working on it too. On my end. So hopefully we can get, at least get some answers. You know what I mean?
0: There you go. The Duncan says, I bumped you to 46. I appreciate it. I got 46 followers on Instagram. Woo. Nice. I remember when I was actually excited about 46 followers on Instagram five or six years ago. Um,
2: you need to make yeah. some more videos burning the golf course and you'd be you'd be there, man. Yep, I tell
0: you what, I did have it. I did have a video that had eight point four million Re-upload views.
2: Re upload it, see what happens.
0: I might. I might. You might see what happens. Uh, eight point four million views. And that was pretty cool. Um but anyways, yeah. As far as us, we've got uh the, the, the uh jarhead podcast come out. Um a week a couple weeks ago so we've got another about a week or so for our next episode releases um obviously we've got thanksgiving coming up um so i want you guys to the very very safe one black friday's coming up cyber monday small business saturday all that stuff um i'm gonna go ahead and say this for everyone out there uh, i don't have to use mine if you shop on Amazon or if you're looking to get into a lot of different, maybe firearm centric uh, presents and gifts for your family members, go find your favorite content creators, your favorite gun tubers, if you will. Most of them are going to have an Amazon affiliate link, or they're going to have some kind of affiliate links for ear pro, eye pro and whatever it is on their website or in their video links or whatever. Um, I'll say this, especially on Amazon, everyone shops on Amazon. It doesn't cost you a thing. Go find a couple of your favorite creators. If they have an Amazon link, click on that link. And anything pretty much that you buy while you're on that link, they get a cut back, a kickback from Amazon. It doesn't cost you anything to do anything. It's just Amazon's going to give them a piece of that pie, so it helps support the channel. Um, so if you're going to be using Amazon for a lot of your Christmas shopping and, and Black Friday shopping, if you're going to do a bunch of it, maybe you find three or four of your favorite content creators and, and use three or four different links to kind of help spread the wealth. It does help a little bit. Not saying you have to, but if you're going to use Amazon, you might as well use Amazon and the people that you like because it doesn't cost you anything and it helps, the, it helps that all out. So, you get tens of uh, seconds got tens of cents, but hey, you know what? That all adds up. It does. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I'm not going to talk bad about Facebook. I'm not going to talk bad about Instagram, guys. I'm not going to sit there and say, hey, the sky is falling. I need super chats. I'm, I'm I'm not that guy. All I will say is this. I just wish they would tell me what. Uh, because I would, if, if this is, hey, you got to take down X, Y, and Z, I'll go take down X, Y, and Z. And I won't post stuff like that again. I try to um i i try to play the game as much as i can like i said i'm never going to talk bad about them i'm never going to sit there and say they're trying to do it because i'm a gun tuber i don't think it has anything to do with me being a gun tuber i think that it was probably an algorithmic thing and and i just got i got sniped um i just wish they'd tell me why anyways that uh being said yeah go check out ghost tackle 2.0 over on instagram um and once i figure out how i can go and reclaim ghost tactical um facebook page then i will be able to put stuff out there as of right now it's sitting out there in limbo it is what it is duncan says ghost does the affiliate link break the amazon smile donation to charity what does it break the amazon smile I don't know. Maybe I'm not smart enough to understand what that means.
2: I think that means do can you still donate if you go through an affiliate link? And I think the answer to that is, I think yeah, you can.
0: Oh, oh, you mean like when you check out and they say do you want to donate? I
2: think that's what he's
0: Dude. getting at. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I don't know honestly. I I, I don't use my own. Uh, affiliate link because it doesn't help if i use my own affiliate i don't get paid for that so i'll use clovers or i'll use someone else's you know so
2: well but um, i don't typically do the smile thing so i i don't hardly ever buy anything on amazon my wife does but i could ask her i guess but yeah i don't
0: know now mario's just out there kissing ass at this point i'm saying that i don't appreciate it don't get me wrong mario says they fear your mind good sir you're a threat to simple-minded no i am the king of simple-minded um you don't realize you're amongst royalty here clover is the king of fuds i am the king of the simple minded because uh i am not very smart um yeah duncan says smile automatically donates to vet for children um so there you go um i think that it is um it will still do that Uh, if if yeah the answer is I don't know, but I would imagine that it would still. If you donate to Smile, I'm assuming that it probably would.
3: So, um,
0: anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching. If you're out there, uh, first of all, we still have 20 freaking people out there. Two and a half, two hours and 37, almost two hours and 38 minutes into this fiasco. Uh, God bless you. Uh, love you guys. Thank Thanks. you to the patrons and the channel members. You guys make this uh, make this chuck wagon keep rolling. And I appreciate you very much. Uh, You guys know how much I appreciate you. Um, If you're watching this in replay or listening to this in podcast and you've reached two hours and 38 minutes through this train wreck, um, first of all, I think that you might have some mental issues. Second of all, I want you to know this. I typically do not give money back. It is what it is. You knew coming into this thing that there's a chance that I was going to waste your time. I will say this. If you really want your money back, send me an email and I'll see if I can send you a dollar. Oh, you hey, are bearing as a new channel member. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. I promise you, I will let you down and um, I will not make this worth your while, Amen. but I want to tell you that ahead of, <laughs> ahead of time, but thank you so much. Emotional damage. Yes, sir. That's exactly right. Mario. <laughs> Um, if you are in fact looking for a refund for your time through this train wreck, I typically don't do it, but sometimes I get in the right frame of mind, send me an email with the title. I want a refund from your podcast. Real simple. I want a refund for your podcast and send it to my email shooting left at gmail.com shooting left of center at gmail.com with the, with, i want a refund for your podcast we'll see if we can do it okay explain we'll why
2: and and if you've got to be vulgar about it that's perfectly I, fine right
0: look i am 100 percent. everyone that's knows rich, i cuss and come on it's free I, and everyone knows I, I am very much a constitutionalist if you feel like that you need to cuss me out the
2: more by calling, all the means better. get it off your chest
0: Cuss me out, call me whatever you want, and and please, if you need to write a novel to me, if it needs to be a, a thousand word email, go ahead. I, I take that seriously. Because here's the thing if I'm going to refund you, then you need to make sure that you've brought your A game for the reason why you should be refunded. If you just sit there and say, I wasted two and a half hours of my life on a refund, sorry. You better bring your egg in. You better use vulgar profanity. You better give me at least, at least a 500-word explanation. I suspect I need a 1,000 because if you're going to put that kind of effort into it, I'll respect that. Okay. If you don't get a reply within six hours, send it again. Copy and paste it and keep sending that same email until you get a reply from me. I'm telling you. Sometimes I'll, I get a lot of emails It goes into spam. Sometimes it just takes a while. If you don't hear back from me within a few hours, keep sending it every few hours. I will get back to you eventually. So, guys, thank you so much for watching. For those of you that do appreciate our content, if you're especially if you're listening in the podcast world, I've never asked you guys to do this, but apparently it's a thing. Everyone else does it. So I'm going to say this. If you're listening to this in Podcast Word, especially on Apple Podcasts, and you like what you see, go ahead and give us a five-star rating. Leave a review for us. That actually does help the Al Gore rhythms um, and all of that. So whatever podcast platform that gives you a chance to leave a review or rank us and you like what you hear, hell, even if you don't like what you hear, go ahead and give us a ranking or a review. It's all good. Um, If you're watching this live then you still got 18 of you motherfuckers out there i'm sorry but what's wrong with you what's wrong with you? you uh anyways uh if you're watching this in replay and you've made it this far then i think that i've deserved and have earned a, a like, thumbs up or even a share um if you've lasted this long through this fiasco i think i've earned that just saying just kidding i don't care if you and you've earned way more
3: than what we're giving you
0: way more than what we (laughs) do yeah uh anyways do you want do i want the list in alphabetical i i don't care you talk the the email you do not have to give your your reasons in alphabetical or numerical order it can be one long ass matter of fact i prefer it to be a huge thousand word run-on sentence i don't want any punctuation i don't want anything just 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 go with it just go with it once again. If you amuse me there's a chance that I refund you and send you something but you better bring your A game cuz I'm not easily amused all right shooting left of center at gmail.com bring it bring it bring it bring it hard and Bring it often. That sounds so bad.
2: <laughs> that's gonna get. That's gonna get clipped
3: out. And make yeah, sure He's bring going on you know. YouTube all of a sudden. To move this to OnlyFans.
0: I didn't think about that. there's coming on my other This is gonna be bad. This is gonna be really, really bad. uh Know what my problems are. So yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you so much. Uh I appreciate you. TJ, Clover, Chris, thanks for joining me. Thank you guys for out there watching or listening. I really appreciate it. We shall see you next week. Simperfy.